This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And point there, wow! Kane goes for the goal from Harry Kane! Here's Lucas Moura. Oh, they did it! I cannot believe it! Stevie Wonder, Stevie Bergwijn, Romero scores for Tottenham Hotspur. Song goes on and scores. Watch remarkable. Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. We hope you're keeping very, very safe and well. We are back for a Saturday night special. I'm sure all of us don't want to do Saturday night specials like this. We really, really don't. If you're listening to the show for the first time, you can find us on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Audio Boom. We're across a range of different audio platforms. We're, of course, on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. I'm delighted to be joined by some of the Last Word on Spurs originals. Here they are. Here's the regulars. Pouring themselves a glass or whatever they may find is appropriate for what's coming in the next hour and a half or so. Listen, tough, tough day at the office. I know many will look up on the uh, 3 p.m. kickoffs with Arsenal and feel that maybe we've got out of jail today, but we've got a lot to discuss in this show. Delighted to have back alongside me, although I know many at about half past two, quarter three, weren't happy to see him back alongside me. It is the wonderful Lee McQueen. Lee, I hope you had a lovely international break, mate. Mate, <laughs> Honestly, I'm getting absolutely battered. I ain't done nothing. Lee McQueen gets battered everywhere he goes. <laughs> I should have stayed in Florida, Florida Rick. Look, uh, lads, uh, listeners, viewers, uh, happy coming back. Uh, I've, it feels like I've been away for ages, to be fair. Um, so thoroughly looking forward to it. Met Ant earlier in the in the beautiful Beaver Town before the game. Uh, we had a couple of uh, cheeky jars. Really looking forward to the game. No way on this planet we're going to lose that game today. No chance. And then we lose. <laughs> I mean... I was going to say you couldn't make it up, but, you know, that's just Tottenham, isn't it? I mean, absolutely horrendous display from start to finish. And the only reason why we can probably smile about it now, and everybody thinks the same, we've read it in the comments, is that Southampton done us a favour. I mean, that is literally the only reason. From uh, You can dig out all the players you want tonight, but from 1 to 13, they were woeful. Absolutely woeful. They all played like they had COVID. I know the boss had COVID. I think they all had it. So, um, look, I think everyone's allowed. Thanks, Dominic. Uh, thanks very much, mate. Look, I think everyone's allowed a bad day at the office. And it was absolutely a bad day at the office. 
So another one down, um, strike it off and uh, move on to the next game. That's, that's all you can do. Yeah, absolutely. One man that was giving us a hazard warning during the week and just said, look, just calm yourselves down, take it game by game, as Sammy Power was already putting our name on that fourth spot and getting ready with his Champions League anthem in the background. Andy Costa, love to have you back, Andy. Thank you so much. Twice in a week, we are blessed. And I know it's difficult, but you warned us it wasn't going to be straightforward, this top four battle. It wasn't. There was going to be twists and turns. Obviously, not nice to have Lee back. It was lovely to see you today, Lee. Um, it was, um, yeah, this 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 season, next seven games is twists and turns. Um, and this was one of them games. It was one of them games where we didn't show up. And I'm sure we're going to get our teeth into it in, in, in a minute. And um, I look forward to everyone's views uh, on, on the starting 11 and everything, which we was all positive about. But Spurs didn't show up. And uh, let's let, let's let's hope that this is the only game that's the, you know, that's a bit of a blip because I know we've got some tough games coming up. But you know, let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And also, listen, please have him back on the show. It's been a while. You have to drag him on these days. We've got the brilliant Jason McGovern. Jace, it's one of those nights. I think your last game with us was the uh, Borough in the Cup, was it? So um, you'll be used to this feeling, right? I don't know what time's the cricket on. Put the cricket on. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Um, we were really poor today, has to be said. No urgency, uh, no, no, it looked like no spirit in the side. I mean, it looked like we'd we'd lost our previous eight games going into it, no belief or anything. And um, you can't single out players today because the whole side was poor. Lucky to keep 11 men on the pitch with uh, Kulazewski so easily could have been red, should have been red even then, perhaps. Um, and and I wasn't. I was surprised we lost today, but I still think there'll be another two games we don't win. But other teams will drop points as well. That's that's the one saving grace. But the the strange thing is we come out of the day in a better position than we went into it because we keep the lead at what is it three or four points, and there's one less game to catch us in. So from that respect, we're actually in a stronger position tonight than we were at, at kickoff. But was a, a lost opportunity today to really um, to put some real distance between us and the chasing pack, for sure. Yeah, certainly agree. Now, guys, I appreciate the last few weeks we've dropped the ball on the listener questions. That's probably been down to time frame where we've had to try and turn the shows around in a matter of hours, apart from obviously when Spurs are playing. So um, we're bringing them back into the integral part of the show tonight. The first one out of, I think, 75 was, why didn't Lee stay in Florida? Clearly to blame for that performance. Cheers, Richie Coys. And I'm not going to, this is not to offend Lee, about 30 or half of the questions I had tonight was like, why wouldn't Lee stay in Florida? So Hello, Lee, I've, had him on my, I've had him mate, on my feed as well, Rick. I'm like, come on, dudes, come on. I was, so, I mean, yeah, I was yeah, to Lee midweek, so how, how pleased I was missing him so much that he's back. Lee, let's start with you. I mean, listen, let's be honest, fully deserved win for Brighton, uh, who were mm. as good as Spurs were dismal, if we've been honest with you, in terms of that performance. And from beginning to end, never really got started. It's another real bad home defeat when you add that to Wolves and Southampton this season where Spurs just simply didn't turn up. Yes, it's a great point when you put the Wolves and Southampton ones in there as well. I mean, I mean, they've got the blue book in front. I mean, no shots on target. I mean, I've been the one that's been waxing lyrical about shots on target since Antonio Conte came. I know Chris Callum, friend of the show, obviously, you know, everyone knows Chris's show as well. Uh, he and I talk about that all the time. I think average shots on target since Conte's come here is seven per game. And we've had zero shots on target today. I mean, we're back to the Nuno days. It's actually woeful. We've actually only had five attempts at goal. I mean, that's just absolutely awful. 
81% passing accuracy. Um, just, just not good enough all over the park. Less possession than them. A fair play to Brighton. They had five shots on target. I think, as Rob C just said uh, in, in the comments there, like uh, Hugo, oh, sorry, it's King Hoddle. Uh, Hugo's man of the match. He didn't really have to do much, but, you know, he probably was the man of the match. It's like, it, I, I can't, we had all the momentum going into this game. And it's, it's interesting, actually, because I, I was on my family holiday and I went with another family and they are uh, my, my best friends, but they're, they're my, um, they're Arsenal fans. And when, when we turned up a couple of weeks ago, I know, I know. There's a point to this, Chase. When we turned up, they, they were absolutely adamant that they were going to get third. They were like, we've got the momentum, manager of the month, we're going to go there. And within, what, two, what, a week and a half, completely changed around. It just goes to show how quickly it can change. And that's what's happening here. You know, to, to lose to Brighton with the greatest respect, they, they, are, they are not a very good side, right? They, they lost six of their last seven. Um, they don't score goals. They, they, they don't concede a lot of goals, to be fair, but they don't score a lot of goals. And like you said, Rick, we just didn't turn up. It was like we were just chatting off air. We was having a moment we off air in, in the green room, as I like to call it. And Jason was spot on. Like these early kickoffs, uh, they're, a, they're a bloody nightmare. So, you know, it, it just worries me that we've got a couple more like coming up as well. Like with the Burnley game, I think it's on a Sunday at 12 o'clock, which is mental. Um, Even earlier, isn't it? 12 o'clock. Yeah, it's even earlier, isn't it? On a Sunday as well. So how, how Burnley fans are going to get to the stadium is beyond the joke. Like No one thinks about the fans. But look, coming back to the performance, I thought from from 1 to 13, a ma- for, for, to a man, we were woeful in every single department. No one no one got the game by the scruff of the neck. And to be fair, let's credit Brighton. I think Potter out-Conte'd Conte today. I think our wing-backs were non-existent and yeah. we didn't have an answer. We didn't change it up at all. We just kept playing. And even the substitutions were just like for like, weren't they? Winks for Bentinka, you know, uh, Lucas for um, for, for Decky. Very similar, you know, Son went off, Bergwijn come on. So, you, know, you look at that and you just think there's nothing different about it. And mm. it was a real shame. Bad day at the office today and... Uh, all we can do is put it right the next game and work hard all week and make sure because because Brentford under the lights, I think it'd be under the lights when it's a five thirty kickoff, so it might not be under the lights. It's still a bit lighter now in the summer. That's going to be tough because uh, very tough. Uh, Eric and Ericsson reunion as well to add in there. that is going to be one of the performance in Brentford. Find their form back now. I mean, listen, let's come over to you and listen. It does feel going back to the Nuno days here because Spurs didn't have a shot on target as Lee referenced in ninety five minutes of play against Brighton. Um, it just seems to now have given the chasing pack a chance. United are back in there. Um, you arguably said they've got tough games to come. I mean, Arsenal, we know, got beaten today. And you know you can't win every game. But I think all we ask for, Ant, is you just want to compete in the 38, right? That's all you want to do is compete. And um, I have to say, that performance for me was as, as bad as it's been since that Wolves game. Is that fair? 100%, Rick. Spot on. Um I was very, very positive today. Um, you know, they would back me up. I was buzzing. I was excited because the run with that we'd been on. And then and then the game started. And then the first five, ten minutes, I just knew it was going to be one of them games. Brighton just sucked the life out of us. And we, and we couldn't get going. We didn't get going. And, and we deserved to not get going because we didn't start, start you know, firing on all cylinders. So they we played into their hands. Do you see what I'm saying? We, they sucked the life out of us. And it become it became a dross game. Um, listen, I can handle losing. You know, we've lost at home over the years for so many uh, over the years. You know, a lot of times. But 
go out losing with a better fight. You know, if it's 1-0 and they score 2-1, all right, it's one of them games. But to not even have a shot on target, what's the point of turning up today? It was just it was just a game that just had to fill, you know, fill a uh, football calendar. It was a waste of time, waste of time. And I hope Conte, you know, he's to blame as well. You know, let's let's call it straight. He he picked a consistent side, don't get me wrong, and, and the side that's been winning games, but he didn't change it up when it mattered. His in-game management today wasn't great. I do want to come on to that because um, I'm keen to get the, th- the thoughts on how we did manage that game tactically. Chase, let's bring you in. I mean, you mentioned it at the start when we were in the green room that these 12.30 kickoffs are a big, big problem. You know, maybe psychologically, I don't know why, because it gives Spurs the opportunity, as people hate that phrase, to put the pressure on. But um, for me, it's not just about losing to Brighton because on their day, they're a really good side as they showed against Arsenal last week. But it's the lack of urgency, desire, um, energy today. And I just think it's simply not good enough when you can't seem to manage the expectation of, you know, when we have to win, has another opportunity gone today? Do you agree? Well, I don't think, I don't think number one, I don't think you can always say we, we waste the opportunity because last week was an opportunity and we grabbed it with two hands when, when other teams look. So this whole Spursy narrative does drive me nuts because you, you see plenty of inconsistency from all the other teams and we're fourth because they've been more inconsistent than we have. So the, the Spursy narrative does drive me mad at times. And, uh, you know, Arsenal have the perfect opportunity to respond. They can't do it as well. Uh, even Norwich goes to Man United and get a couple. But, the, I mean, the early kickoff, it's not an excuse, by the way. for uh, I don't use it as an excuse for the performance being flat. It's an early kickoff. But, um, you know, when I could watch Newcastle v... Manchester City, I can watch Chelsea play West Ham, I can watch Southampton play play, I don't know, Aston Villa, and it just seems those 12, 30 kickoffs, whoever's playing, are just drifting type games and there's no atmosphere in the crowds, the games just drift by with not a lot happening. I just it's as if no no player wants to have his chicken and rice at five thirty in the morning as a pre match meal and and that a lot of the games lack energy, regardless of who the teams are playing. So uh, it doesn't help. And that's that's why I'm worried about that Burnley game being a, even 12 o'clock. But it was just, you know, Brighton Brighton got the win they deserved. They they stifled us. They, they shut off midfield. Harry was non-existent, couldn't find. There was no link up between that, that dynamic front three that we've had. The fact that Son and Kulazewski both go off tells you just how, how poor we were on the front foot. We never never even had a, a sustained period of pressure, did we, where you you force a last-ditch tackle and a ball whizzes across goal and you win a couple of corners and there's an header that, that's just over. You know, even a little five-minute spell where you, you can kind of lift and think, oh, something's going to happen. It was just really, really poor. And then we, we shoot ourselves in the foot. I mean, as Conti himself says... You know, if you're not going to win it, you can't lose the game in the 90th minute at home. We, we, yeah, we, I mean, and a point today would have actually been, with with what happened afterwards, would have actually been a decent point in a performance like that. So, um, really, really disappointing. And uh, we just have to get ourselves ready for next week. But, but some of the play today was dreadful. 
I think it's only fair we've got so many listener questions. I'm just going to throw some of these in or more listener statements before we come and discuss, obviously, the game in a bit more detail and what came after Spurs' result. Um, Sperano says, complacency has, always, complacency has always been a massive problem at our club. After a good result, we often play weaker teams and expect three points by just turning up. We need to earn the three points every match, fight for every ball, every second of the match. We just strolled around for the best part of it today and simply were not uninspired enough when we had the ball. Uh, J.I. Stike said, how bad was it to send everybody on holiday last week? Kane going to America. It couldn't have looked any worse today. If you want top four, you have to work for it. And we celebrated a win Vies Villa like we already achieved the top four. Jemmy March says, for all our recent good form, one thing still well and truly is missing from our armoury is the ability to snatch or grind out a win when we are playing poorly. Sadly, this looks like it may cost us dearly come the end of the season. Friar Spurs says, did the boys just get simply too comfortable today? Did we just buy into the hype? Didn't put in the hard miles and fell back into our old habits. Hopefully a strong wake-up call. Get back after the next game. There's lots of comments in there. Um, I just think just for the balance of play, I mean, obviously following Spurs' result, we saw Arsenal failed to capitalise on that in that race for fourth, as Jan Benerick's half, first half goal won the game for them. For Arsenal, it's three defeats on the spin. Um, Lee, what is going on in this top four battle at the moment? <laughs> do you know what? I mean, you know you know what I'm like. I do a lot of kind of research and numbers and all that sort of stuff. I quite like it. And the, the, the average points, so I've said this so many times, but the average points so, total over a 10-year period in the Premier League to get top four is 72 points. That's why I've been pretty calm with even dropping points because I think I think it will be around that again. And then all of a sudden you see all these other teams that are dropping points and you think to yourself, actually, it might actually be only 65, 66 that gets you a top four finish all of a sudden. You, you go back last year and the year before, it was 68 and 66 respectively. So some, some low numbers, if you like, to get a top four position. A year's gone by when Liverpool and Arsenal uh, were, were, were challenging for it a few years ago when we were like in the heavy heights of second and third Tottenham. We didn't have to worry about fourth place. They were hitting 75. So uh, it might be lower now. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We've got out of jail today with Arsenal losing. I mean, it's, it, it has made it a little bit more palatable, isn't it, viewers and listeners? There's no doubt about that. You know, um, they're sitting there scratching their heads thinking, hang on, how, how have they gone three games? On the bounce, without, you know, well, they've lost three games on the bounce. They must be scratching their head. So we're still, like, like Jay says, we're still in a very good position. Um, but hopefully, it enables us now to kind of give us the little kick up the backside, maybe that we didn't know that we needed. But actually, because I think some of them listeners' statements uh, that you just read out, Rick, I think they make a good point. You know, to have two days off after Villa, which is what Conte gave him, and that's that's fair enough. I'm not telling him how to manage. But then to let Kane go to America don't look good now, does it? To be fair, don't look great. And actually, no. you, to, the two days off, the early kickoff, the, you know, the travelling around, whatever they're doing, all, all of them little bits come together. And that's probably why we didn't have a really good day today. Yeah. It wasn't just Plus, he hasn't been there as well. We, mu we must also say, Lee, do you agree? And also, the fact Conte, as we know, has had to take more of a watching brief this COVID? week. He's yeah, had COVID, sure. so he's not been in and involved. And I'm sure listen, he's got wonderful oh. coaching staff that have contributed to get Tottenham to the point they are now. Do you think, Lee, in any way, the fact Conte wasn't involved as much as he would have been in training, does that make a yeah. difference for you? Yeah, it, it, I think it has. And I, but I also think that's a worry. Um, because, you know, if we, we've been, been drilled the Conte way since November. And if we can't handle, look, from a player's perspective, if we can't handle him not being at the training ground for two days... And then we, we put up a performance like that. And that is a bit of a worry. But like I say, 
if you put that in, in there and the two days off and the early kickoff and the going to America, whatever, it's all them little bits that put up, you know, five or six percent. It's fine. Like we've talked about this for years. It's fine margins at this level. Only needs one or two percent drop off, and you go and lose one nil, and that's what happened. And let's come over to you. I mean, listen, Arsenal losing today probably makes this result, I would say, zero point one more percent acceptable. And I don't want to ever accept Spurs losing because for me, that's the most important thing. Here. You don't want to think about Arsenal too much, but um, it does keep that gap between them. And obviously us for now, they've got United or now breathing down our necks as well. They play each other next week. Does that result against Arsenal take a little bit of frustration out of it for you, Anne? Or are you even more frustrated that Spurs haven't capitalised on that? You should have capitalised, Rick. We, we, we do this all the time, every season, fella. Um, yeah, of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on Lee's side in terms of it's not, you know, it's not left as much of a sour taste. But Brighton were there to, for the taking today. They were there. We shouldn't be relying on other teams year on, year out. And it and it always comes to this business end of the season where, again, we're talking about, oh, they dropped points there. They scored two goals. We scored three. Our goal difference is better. But we should be going out trying to win every game. OK, we're not going to win every game. It's impossible. But at least show up today. Brighton were there for taking. They're not getting relegated and they're not getting in Europe, right? So they're mid-table. No disrespect to them. We're the ones that should have shown up today and gone, right, we, we want we, we want to be challenging. They took the piss out of us. We, As I said, when we started talking, we, we fed into their hands. We fed into their game plan. They sucked us dry, mate. And it, and and I'm seeing a lot of comments, <clears throat> excuse me, about set pieces. Lads, please tell me, when was the last time we scored a set piece? Yeah. A corner, a free kick. You know, we had so many opportunities today to whip a ball in the box. And what's all these short corners about? I mean... It's just a joke. You've, it, it, it just it just upsets me because there's opportunities there to, to be taken and we don't take them. We try and be a bit more clever than what we are. And yeah. sometimes basic football is 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 the way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I tell you something coming from. Because I was literally yeah. sitting here. There was a free kick. Forgive me if I'm wrong, chaps. Mm. Sonny had it on the on on just outside the edge of the area, and it was like a a short free kick. Yeah, yeah, we tried to be clever. We tried to, yeah, tried to take it short. For God's sake, boys, come on. I think this goes back to the point. We haven't really got any natural set-piece takers in the squad. You know, if we had a James Ward-Prowse, that would be different. I think, you know, I know many say you don't go out to buy a set-piece taker, but you can arguably say with the quality Spurs have, maybe we should be looking at bringing in a set-piece taker. I mean, Jace, you said earlier that you hate that term Spursy. I mean, I just want to go back to Arsenal for a second because, you know, that's... If you speak to Arsenal fans, and unfortunately some of us do have friends that are Arsenal fans, I know we should ban them all, but um, they all feel they're a lot more Arsenal in terms of Spursier than what we are. Because when you look at the fact that, you know, since holding their nerve to pip Spurs to fall back in, what, 12, 13, um, they've capitalised or collapsed spectacularly kind of in every single race they've been in from the top four um, in 16, 17, 18, 19, and now, and even the title in 15, 16. And um, I know Charlie Eccleshire was making this point from the Athletic that even 13, 14, you go that weight far back as well. Arsenal have got a habit in the last seven or eight years of really exactly. failing to also take the opportunity, like we have been as well. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I understand why the word Spursy is there. And it doesn't drive me mad because I don't think it's valid. But I just mean it's a derogatory term that every time we balls up, it's Spursy. 
and yet other teams balls up just as much. But it's never Arsi, it's never Hammy, it's never Evertony, it's never Nuki, it's only ever Spursy. And, and that's what that's what drives me nuts. And you know, when we famously finished third in the two horse race, it was the race that we never led, but Arsenal led at halfway and doubled the team that won it. And yet, you know, we're the team that bottled that season. So but but like Ant says, it's we have to take we have to take control of it ourselves. We're in control. We I look at fixtures and I look at Arsenal now, they go to Chelsea in midweek, then they've got Man United next Saturday. Man United have still got Liverpool away. They've still got to play Chelsea. So there, there are plenty of... And like I say, I, I, I still think we'll, we'll, we'll fail to win two of our last... What is it? Six games that we've got. Yeah. You know, that may be at Brentford I and Liverpool. Would. It may be it Liverpool be and, and Burnley. It, it could even be it's traditional Spurs to, to do something on the last day and, and lose at Norwich or something crazy like that. But... You know, no side is going to win every single game between now and the end of the season. And I'd still sooner, far sooner be in our position than, than the chasing pack now. I think, sorry, but just, just yeah. coming there on the back of Jay's point, I think you're spot on. I think that I think we will drop more points. We'll lose to Liverpool. Um, and, I, and I've had us down to draw with Brentford. I had us down to draw with Villa. But obviously to win today. So actually, if you balance it out, we've obviously beat Villa, but we lost today. Actually, yeah. we were on more, better points total in what I've mapped out than, than what we would have if, if it would have uh, been a, a draw at Villa and, a, and obviously a win today or whatever. So um, or, or it's only one point different, sorry. So, and that's got we, to finish in fourthly in your accumulator, right, based on that? Yeah, yeah. And the accumulator thing I put out on a group, didn't I, before I ain't shared that publicly because that's that's just the thing. But, you know, I, I think we will finish. But you fourth. were in Florida when you did it. <laughs> Yeah, I was. You was on the crazy train, and then you got the depressed plane on the way home. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, I think I think I think that we will drop points, but I also think them other teams will drop points as well. You know, there's no, and again, like there's a lot of you know reasonable people on the on the chat coming in and the listeners' questions and whatever. It's like, you are. It is a bad day, right? It is a bad day at the office from every single player today, Rick. That they were rubbish. The team was rubbish today. Conte was rubbish. You just got to rip that up, throw that in the bin, and get on with the next game. Like, there's no point going mad about it because because we were we were poor, but we, we have poor. been brilliant. We have been brilliant recently. So mm. I, I think that would have been. I, I need to check this actually, but I think that would have been a club record, or certainly up there in one, one of the top one or two records, if we'd have won five on the bounce. Like they, would have been for been a while, wouldn't it? Yeah, game on the bounce. We ain't yeah. done that for ages. So no. you know. The pressure was on for us today, and yet again we faltered, but we were poor. We deserved it. Yeah. yeah, I just want to say, I just want to put a, uh, a little thing out to the lads here, even you, Rick, obviously. If we're on the same points as them up down the road and we play them and the pressure's on, as we keep saying, are you confident of beating them down the road when the, it, when the pressure's on? I think I but, am now because they're but, injuries. But, they've had that. Gone. I'm just, I'm just pointing out there, Jace. I'm just asking a question. I totally understand the question, but won't the pressure be on them similarly that night? And how are they coping with the pressure? 100%. 100%. So, you know, I, I, I can't stick my hand and say we are 100% winning that game, but I think we're just as like, we're probably more likely to win it than they are yeah. because mm. they crack under pressure. They crack what, under I, pressure. I, I can tell you what, I guarantee if that game was at their yeah. place, 
we wouldn't, none of us would be feeling. Oh, that, that, oh that'd be horrendous. Yeah. 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 Because of the mentality I, 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 issue there, could you imagine? Yeah. I mean, I think you know, we're going to well, be look at at Chelsea this year. Look at Stamford Bridge. We went there twice and you know got turned over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very confident, very, very confident that we're turning Arsenal over. I'm not I'm not, not doing a Sammy Powell, Sammy. I know you're watching, mate. I'm not doing a Sammy <laughs> yeah, Powell, but I, I am confident that we will turn them over because it's at, it's at our house. If it's at their house, it would yeah. be completely different. Underline White Hart Lane, Danny yeah. Rose style. I, I, I think I think we're turning them over. I think okay. actually somebody made this in the comments as well. Maybe it's Manchester United now. We start got worrying about them. Well, they're, they're over our shoulder. No one's now. talking about them, and now no. all of a sudden they are talking about them. It's. I mean, they've, they've been going under the under the radar. Look, Ronaldo got them out of jail again today. You know, another hat trick. But they got Liverpool in midweek. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know they go to Liverpool. Yes, that's a different story. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, and then they go to Arsenal then as well. So you know, there's a, there's a day somebody's got to drop points. It's going to be a balancing act. Yeah, you 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 know you, you're right with saying, but what I mean is, if Arsenal lose on Saturday to Man United at half twelve, Man United, I think, will be a point behind us. That then for me, that we go into Brentford at half five, the pressure's sort of on us. Do you know what I mean? Are we able to handle that pressure, knowing? That we've got to win against Brentford. It goes back to my point earlier that for me, I, I've got I've got no issue if you like Conte says you know about you know being able to manage the game today. There's no issue if you can see the players are bang at it. You, know, you get and you get a result like you know you've given everything. The worst thing is today I think when you come away and you just don't feel that we've left everything on that pitch. That's the hardest no, thing to accept. That, I mean, that's the thing. Conte yeah, said after the game. Conte said after the game. He said for sure it's not a good result for us. A lesson that we can learn today is that there are games that if you are not able to win, you have to not lose. It was very clear that today it wasn't our day, and that Jason that goes back to the point you said earlier that if we had got a point today, none of us would have been happy. But it's still a point up on what Arsenal would have done. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what we needed to do. But um, it was it was such a sloppy way to to. To, to concede a goal as well and it just summed up the whole performance didn't it where where Eric Dyer bought a dummy 20 yards away or Romero kind of fell over the ball and it was just it just summed up the the, the whole performance but you know it's, it's no good looking back we've got to learn from the learn the lessons from today more the worry is how easily we were stopped from playing um and the fact that we came or well, we couldn't come up with any answer to it and there was no change of system. Yeah. Like you say, the, the substitutions were very much like for like. Um, you know, it we, we, seems crazy to say we missed Matt Doherty, but no, he's but not coming back for the rest of the season. So whether yeah. we whether we think he's having a good period or whether we think actually he's become a, a key player in the last few weeks, he's not back till the end of the season, till next mm. year. So you can't worry about that. No. So there, there's not a lot to, to change. Kulazewski was was poor today, but... You know, if you picked our side for Brentford, you'd probably still pick the the same side that, that kind of started today. That's 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 what we've got to do. So it, it's a question of looking forward, trying to just try and grab as many points as you can. And I still fancy us probably just to just to hang on to it. And I know I know the pressure thing. Like I say, we were under pressure last week. We respond with a four 0 win. We were under big pressure the week before. We respond with a five one win against Newcastle. So the perception is we always crack under the pressure, but actually the reality isn't that we do because we're the sides that fourth. So by the law of nature, the others must have cracked more than we've cracked under pressure. Otherwise, we would be ninth or tenth, wouldn't we? Yeah. 
that's a fair point. I mean, I know, listen, a lot of the comments we've had and even the questions, I must say, guys, thank you so much for the questions. I think we had over 70, 75 questions today that's come in. A lot of them seems to be around that the tactical display from Spurs. Uh, Tommy B says, how are we supposed to keep momentum when we are so stretched in central midfield and at right wing back? And Robert Reed goes back to what Lee said earlier. Robert says, Conte saw the problems at half time and did nothing. It's clear that we needed an extra midfielder. This was poor management. Potter won, Conte nil. I mean, let's come on to this because... I don't know what everybody's thinking. It's very hard to criticise Conte when when he came into the job, Spurs were ninth, and he's now taking Spurs into a top four battle, which I think if someone said to us with eight games to go, Spurs would be in the top four or fighting for a top four finish. I think a lot of us would have been surprised based on the way Spurs were playing. Now, Conte said after the game, it was a tactical game for both. Brighton were very good at closing the spaces. We moved the ball slowly. I think that we're able to do much better on this aspect. Um, The way in which Brighton set themselves up, there was... No dropping into that number 10 for Kane all game. Basuma really owned a lot of that space centrally. And the work rate and shape out of position from Brighton really just shut the door on the game. I mean, Lee, do you have a view tactically about the way Spurs were trying to manage this game? Well, yeah, it felt like that they was always a man over in midfield. So, you know, you, you're looking at the Hoiberg and the Benton core. When, when either of them got the ball... To, even if they were looking up, I mean, you know, um, Pierre's got his uh, his critics and stuff, but I think Ricky Benson has been brilliant, hasn't he, since he come in, and he always looks for a forward pass. That there wasn't much forward passes on. Like it felt like that they were they were two against three. That's that's what it looked like or felt like. Do you see what I mean? And so it was condensing that midfield. And um, I, I call him Cookabara, the fella that plays on their left. He's normally their wing back. Cookerella, big hair. Yeah, uh, yeah, power yeah. like power, but he's actually playing left side of uh, of a free at the moment, um, and he played brilliantly against uh, Arsenal the other week, and uh, he he played really well again today. So, I think tactically we were, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that comment earlier. I think we were out tactically by Potter. I think he got it right, and and the result shows that in the end. Let's let's have it right. They would absolutely bitten your arm off for a nil-nil draw today, Brian. Absolutely, absolutely. Would have taken the point They'd all day long. Down, how much time? Coast, how much time wasting? I mean, I must have that point. The time wasting today it was ridiculous. It's it's I do. I do wonder. I know you know rugby deploy that where they actually stop the clock, and you know they only restart the clock when the game is back in play. I do wonder. You know, many I've said I've said this. Maybe football should maybe look at, be looking to adopt that approach because I don't yeah. actually ever feel. You get all those minutes added back on. There was so I much time feel, wasting today. So the, much. The, 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 the one, you can feel the whole frustration. I just, I just feel that with with some of our players, you know, from a criticism, a criticism perspective, some of our players individually, some of our better players, our world class players, for example, like a Kane or whatever. That's one. That's one for you, crackers. Um, I, I just feel that he didn't. He didn't change it up himself. Sometimes in football, correct me if I'm wrong here, lads and listeners, viewers, right? But sometimes you've got to be intelligent enough to go, well, I know the manager wants me to do this, but I can see myself, I kind of need to do this. And there was none of that plan B on the field. It was it was just continue to do what we do. The substitutions were exactly the same. He didn't change to a back four like he's done in previous games to change it up. He didn't put an extra body in midfield to, you know, to change it out a little bit. It, it, it just, it was nothing changed. It was just basically exactly the same. And that, that's the the point that you made, Jace, earlier about, you know, there was no, you know, near misses or, oh, we've nearly no. had a goal. Something's going to happen. There was nothing no. to get any sort of momentum behind because it was just basically... We're gonna we're gonna peter this out to a nil-nil draw, but then 
I mean, and, and, and I put my hands up. I, you know, I, I, I say it all the time. Brighton don't score goals. And for, for them to score two against Arsenal and then a, a, a one against us away from home, that's appalling. Like, we shouldn't be letting them goals in. And you know, But fair play to them. I think they got it right today. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ant, come over, you just want to touch upon the tactics a little bit more. I mean, it does feel that like Spurs played long far too often, despite really, I would say, on the whole, there being space in behind to really penetrate and attack. You know, we just kept giving them back, giving the team back the ball that are very comfortable in having it in Brighton. That's one thing about them. I do find that with Brighton, although they really lack a potent striker, they're comfortable to have the ball. They're a ball-playing football team. And therefore, really, they're not a side that are uncomfortable with the ball at their feet. So do you feel maybe we over overcomplicated set pieces like you touched upon earlier? You know, you said yeah. yourself that, you know, we just seem to go short on a lot of these set pieces where we don't have that quality of a no. set piece taker to bring us that, you know, decent delivery in the box. No, we haven't. We haven't, Rick. And uh, the midfield today was was just so open. They had so much time on the ball today. Um, Basuma, um, uh, the, the other lad that scored last week against Arsenal, I can't pronounce his M- name. So is it uh, Mpez? I will get his name. Uh, yeah, get his name. Yeah. Rick. yeah. Um, I will they, just, his name. they just controlled our midfield today. Um, Benton Cure, and who I'm a big fan of, and Hoy as well. They were just backing off and backing off and backing off. We were going so deep. And then it comes to the race, and then we're trying to play out the back, and they're pressuring us. And, you know, you've got. Welbeck pressuring us. Do you know what Emma, I'm saying? Emma Wepu. So my point is, Emma Wepu is the guy that Emma we were Wepu. going to mention. Yeah. yeah. You know, they had so much time on the ball. And then so you come back to the time-wasting thing where that started happening from minute one when they started getting little little niggle fouls and going down, wasting time. Craig Pawson was, wasn't was a great ref today. Um, I thought he didn't he couldn't, um, he couldn't control the game at all. And we just, they played um, into their hands. Do you know what I mean? The, the ref gave us nothing. Um, but, the footballing side was was very poor from us today. Yeah. And I said this before, like Conte's in-game management today, he saw it wasn't working. Change it up. Because yeah. our wing-backs were so bad today. So that's where our deliveries come. And we've got no deliveries today. Mm. So where's our creativity? So if you if you can't create down the down the wings, try and create something in the middle, put an extra man in midfield, go three, yeah. five, two. Or four three, do you know what I mean? Or four two three one, just to give us something else to, to for Brighton to think about. Just, you know that that's what I want to come like up a to, game, yeah. guys. It yeah, felt like on. a game that we had to play, as I said to to over, you know, to do the footballing calendar. It was it was a waste of time today. It just felt a waste of my day, even though I loved it obviously beforehand. But the football was was atrocious. Jace, coming over to you, I mean, I just want to touch upon what Anne said there about the substitutions. You know, a lot of that for many people will see that it's maybe on Antonio and his lack of a plan B. You know, we're bringing on, I don't mean it's disrespectful here, but we're bringing on far less superior players to play in the same system. That isn't really going to work, is it? You know, you've got uh, Winks coming on for Benton Cure. Many will probably, again, many will probably agree here that Winks isn't good, you know, to probably lace Benton Cure's boots, if I'm being honest, in the, in the most politest way. Then you've got Bergvine coming on for Son. Oh, sorry, my apologies. We had, sorry, we had, sorry, I must add, first of all, I'll say that we had, we had Lucas coming on for Decky. Am I right in saying that? Lucas yeah. coming on for Decky. Yeah. And then finally, yeah. Bergvine for Son. Now, I love Bergvine. I think he could have had more minutes. He would probably have been the first sub that I would have made. He would definitely be above more for me in the pecking order. But all of those changes, Jace, together, there's nothing really that's going to scream out to you. We've made a difference there that's going to change this game. Is that me being fair? No, it's you being fair, but 
that's all that's available to us, isn't it? So, you know, we don't have uh, an Ericsson-style player that can come out of the bench and find a killer pass. We don't have, uh, have uh, another striker that can come on as a support to Kane, the way you can perhaps go a bit more direct or... Or you can, or we don't have a lightning fast winger that's gonna an Aaron Lennon style that's gonna suddenly hit the byline. And you know, you could have brought you could have brought Session on for for um, Reggie on, but that's not really changing it. So you know, that, that that's the cards that are in our hands at the moment. That's, that, that's all you can do. I thought Lucas Mora came on and for five minutes looked busy and I thought maybe that just that little injection of pace. It was once, isn't it, when he fizzed the ball across box that Reggion didn't quite quite get onto, but um, which was the first time we'd actually got behind Brighton's defence. But then then Lucas Mora became the Lucas Mora that we know is busy but still loses the ball a lot. So it's just, you know, everything we try fairness to Brighton, they they uh, you know, even the time wasting, we can complain about the time wasting, but they were able to time waste because they had control of the game. If if we score the goals, if we score first and go and score a second goal, they're not wasting time. They didn't waste time in the cup tie. They didn't waste time when we won 2-0 at, at the Amex a few weeks ago. So, you know, we allowed them to waste time in a way. We let them have control of the game. And by being so sloppy ourselves, by not really pressing them, by not putting any tempo into the game, the game drifts along, doesn't it? And that enables you to waste time. And if you're, if you're putting them, pressure and forcing corners and things, yeah. you know, I mean, when you look at... Everyone would want to waste time against Liverpool, but it's not easy to waste time against Liverpool because they're so on you, under so much pressure that you do everything in a rush. They they scramble your brain and they, they force you to rush things. So it was up yeah. to us to, to, to come up with a plan. And in terms of time wasting, if... If we're 1-0 up with Arsenal with 10 minutes to go, are you complaining if Hugo Lloris takes two minutes to take a goal kick? Of course no, we're not. not. No, no, I, I, no, you're right. I want him diving on the ball. I want him diving on the ball. We're not complaining if Sonny's rolling around the floor about time-wasting, are we? We'll yeah. be applauding. No, you're right. So it's what, it's one of those helpless... Let's not blame time-wasting for it. It's their own fault that we allowed them to waste time. It shouldn't have got to that, but what I'm saying is... Everything they did, they went down, yeah. and, and it just stopped. All, and I yeah. thought, like, like yeah. what you're saying, it was like what waste of time because nothing's going to change. So Conte ain't changing it, so they're going to just play into our into our hands, as I keep saying. Yeah, there'll be I'll every there'll be every there'll be Brian's fans watching this game. What excellent man! What excellent time That's management! Yeah, craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. Sure. Did a yeah. job on this. Did a job yeah, just on the just just on the substitutions or the personnel essentially before you start going down the route of transfers, Vic. I know you're clucking. There's I'm not only, doing that, don't worry. I'm not, I'm there's only a few weeks left in, in, in there before we start oh, getting involved. But, but seriously, though, j- j- jokes aside... The cricket's on, I'm blowing. <laughs> that's where I'm a bit disappointed with that with that tactical, that management change, because we have the personnel, even on the pitch, to make a subtle change in a formation or to put an extra man in midfield, even if it's for 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes just to change it up a bit. Why don't Decky go on the left and Son on the right? They didn't change it. Like just a subtle change. They could have swapped. Didn't see any of that today. Son was, again, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but Son was just literally isolated out on, on the left-hand side. He Sometimes he drifts in, he walks across the pit. Didn't see any of that today. There was no changing up. And what it meant was, in my opinion, tactically, it meant that Brighton didn't have to worry about anything because all no. Brighton needed to do was do the jobs 
that Potter had set them up to do because we played exactly how Potter had analysed that we would. And that's exactly what we did. So we didn't give him anything to think about. When Kane's coming to drop back deep, Basuma had him in his pocket, but basically most of the game. So Kane's staying up top, happy days. Like they're, they're, they're back free, he's just marking Kane. So he can't do anything in the game. So where's the a tactical awareness on the pitch or through the manager in game to just change it a little bit to go, okay, let's do something different. But we didn't. And that's one of the reasons, not the reason, but one of the reasons why we lost the football match. Mm, I, I just wonder, Jay's coming over to you, and I know you'll probably make this point as well, that, I mean, does that result serve a, a reminder, really, for Conte, that when he looks at that bench, there's not, well, it's next to nothing there that's going to really right. change the game. You know, am I fair to say that? Yeah, of course. We, we more or less agree with that a few minutes ago, didn't we? It, that is the case, but it's it's no good moaning about it now because we got another, what is it, six or seven games, and that is all we've got. So, you know, he's, he's not going to be able to change it, is he? He's not, can't just pluck a player out of the air and, or make How'd a free signing from somewhere. So we just have to get on with it and, and, and not moan about it and just find a way. But, you know, we were, we were uh, I mean, even last week, last week we got away with one in a, in a strange way because if, if we'd have played that first half at Anfield like that, then we wouldn't go in one nil up at Anfield. I mean, we would have been ripped aside. So, you know, this and there's we're all positive in the group. We all think we can still finish fourth. Um, but there are still signs, you know, we saw it at Burnley, we saw it at Middlesbrough. When teams stop us and that, that, that basic system doesn't work, yeah, we struggle. Yep. We struggle. How can we change it? Now, we don't have the personnel to change it. So, Lee's right. You've got to try and do one or two subtle things within the game. Maybe drop to a flat back four at some stage. Put an extra one in midfield. As you say, maybe just get Son and, and Decky to change sides or, or or anything. Try and or bring Bergvine on a bit earlier. Anything to try. But we, we kind of stick with that formula and... And I think we'll get fourth because when we're really good, we are very good. But when we're poor, my God, yeah. are we poor? Yeah. And and we've got yeah, to find a way to be better on those poor days. And today's a great day to try and grind out one of those one nil wins, isn't it? Where you, you forget about it at the end of the season, but you look at it and you think, Jesus, that was a valuable three points. And yeah. uh, we just have to improve. And yeah, do you know the, what? Jason? Sorry, Rick. Thanks, mate. Just just on that as well. There's two things on that because you just made another brilliant point. Like. I remember being um, at, the, at the stadium and it was the 93rd minute. We still had Christian Eriksen. It was under Potocino. We were playing a side called uh, Old Brighton and it was nil-nil. And we won one-nil with a Christian Eriksen, like got out of jail free card scenario. Like one nil was a few seasons ago, maybe 2018. Somebody will correct me. But the point being is that it's not a new thing. Like, But, but back then we had some somebody to get us out of that jail or somebody to have that. Just coming back to the personnel change, though. You know, we say that we haven't got it, we haven't got it. We, we went 1-0 down against Newcastle at home, and we were maybe fortunate. I thought it was a very good goal. Ben Davis, 8 out of 10 that day, Rick. You know what I mean? 1-1 um, just before half-time. But we blew him away in the second half. Bergwijn comes on, he scores. We've got people making assists. So we have got the ability, even on the bench as it stands there. Uh, I know Paddy just said we haven't got it on the bench, but we have. Because Lucas can come on. I think he got two assists that game. I might be wrong. Uh, Bergvine comes on. He scores a goal. So we have got options that can hurt people. Today just wasn't our day. And, and nothing... We, we we could have put on Mo Salah and freaking Mbappe today and it wouldn't have made no difference. It was one of them days where you just go, move on. 
we were rubbish. Yeah. Adrian makes a point here, lads, right? No shots from distance either. No. No. When was the last time, Chad? I, I, I can't remember a 20-yard screamer or a 30-yard I think Kane made one right at the beginning, didn't he? Right yeah. at the start of the game. It was a really poor shot. I think that's yeah. the only shot we had. I'm saying yeah. over a course of a season. All right, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? It's, we haven't got them types of players like an Ericsson where 89th minute he'll see a he'll see the top corner and go bosh and then it's in. Do you know what I mean? And you think yeah. we need them types of players now. I'm not going to talk about transfers and stuff, obviously, because I don't want to. But Saturday night, of course, we can't be doing Saturday that. Night. But what I'm saying is they're the types of players that they have yeah. to try and get next season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what we will do is we will go for our first break of the show for our listeners on audio. Take you into this break, you're going to hear from our despondent Antonio Conte and also an Eric Dyer giving us a warning that we can't be having too many more performances like that if Spurs want to secure Champions League football for this season. Just- Antonio, that must have been a frustrating afternoon for you. For sure, uh, there is big uh, disappointment for, for the final result. Also because uh, I think that uh, we, can, uh, we can do much better. Uh, we started the game uh, uh, slowly, and uh, yeah, uh, it was a tactical game. Uh, it was a tactical game because Brighton uh, was very good to prepare this game to close every space. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when uh, you move the ball uh, slowly and uh, you help your opponent to close the space, um, uh, it's a pity. It's a pity because uh, we wanted to to try to get three points, but at the same time, and uh, I think that uh, a lesson that we have to to, to learn after uh, after the, today that there are games that uh, if you are not able to go to win, you are not to lose. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, at the end of the game, maybe the draw was the uh, more fair uh, final result. And um, instead, uh, we, are, we, are, we are talking about uh, a, a lost. And uh, yeah, now now there are six games, six games to go, and we have to try to to continue and uh, to to restart from the uh, this game, and uh, to try to to get three points. And um, I think uh, this is uh, this race uh, is uh, an opportunity. A big opportunity for us, and uh, to try to start to cope with uh, with the pressure, no? and uh, because when uh, when you play without target, and uh, uh, instead we are with the seven, no, to, to to stay in this race and to have a goal now that uh, is a place in Champions League, and uh, for our uh, to grow, to grow, and. Uh, it's important. It's important to cope with uh, with this, this type of pressure that we need to get three points, because in this way you you grow, you grow, and uh, you you can prepare yourself uh, to fight for something important in the future. We've played so well for the last two months, basically, Antonio. Six wins out of seven. That's got us into this race, hasn't it? So I guess today, however disappointing today is. At least with it, we're in there now, aren't we? And we are fighting. So disappointing today, but I guess we we just put it to bed and, and look for next weekend now. Yeah, but now, now uh, for sure, uh, 
we, we lost this game. We lost this game, and then uh, uh, now we have to uh, to restart to prepare the next game uh, against Brentford because I repeat, there are not many games to to play, and uh, we want to say in this race, but at the same time, we have to show every game that we deserve to stay there. We reached uh, a good position in the table because we show it uh, and uh, we, we deserve credit. But we have to continue to do to do this and uh, we have to know that uh, our team has to perform uh, every game 120%. Uh, sometimes 100% is not enough. If, uh, if you give 99%, you risk. Eric, look on your face, says it all. 1 0 to Brighton in the end. It's just a tough afternoon at the office, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, frustrating day. Um, more than frustrating, we uh, yeah we didn't start well. Um, I think we got a bit better in the second half, but still below the standards we've set recently. Um, and yeah, we have to. We have to we have to react to this now, and uh, you know, there's not enough. There's no time to be f feeling sorry for ourselves. We have to. Um, understand how we need to do better and and I think we know um take that into this week and to the next game can you put your finger on it I mean obviously Brighton are very well drilled and they know what they're about don't they? yeah we knew what they were going to try and do you know and 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 they did that and so there was no surprises and we prepared well for that all week so you know it's on us to do better and um yeah we were I thought I, I thought we were very sloppy from the beginning um you know make silly mistakes um, defended well in t until the goal, really, and and you know if, if you can't do if you can't win, don't lose, and and we made that mistake, and uh, yeah, it's very frustrating. It's a bit of a dagger that one at the end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, thankfully, our form over recent weeks means that look, this is a it's a knock, but we're in still in the we're still in there, aren't we? We're still in position to yeah, yeah, of put course. This one away and, and move on. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of football to be played still. Um, you know, a lot's a lot's changed in the last three games, and a lot will change in the next three. And um, we need to be ready, ready for the next game. Um, we need to approach every game like a final. And uh, I think we had been doing that up until today. Today we weren't right, and uh, we paid the price for it. I just want to say massive thank you. Saturday night, there's nearly 500 of you plus watching us live. Spurs have lost one nil in the 89th minute. If you didn't already realise. I hope you're not watching this without knowing the result because um, if you have found that out, I'm really sorry to do that to you. So, uh, yeah, sport, not a good spoiler either. So, thank you so much for all your support. Uh, you would notice if you've been watching last one on Spurs throughout the season, but we are absolutely delighted to be sponsored by Nord VPN. If ever Spurs needed a defence like Nord, it would have been today. Um, they're, of course, a secure, fast, and really easy to use VPN. We've been saying they're the Harry Kane of VPNs, but my God, defensively, they could have earned a bit more device protection in Romero and Dyer together today. They've got over 5,200 servers across the UK, 59 countries as well. Um, you've got a great opportunity to save on the likes of YouTube Premium with this kind of product if you change your location settings. I find it's very good to use when you're going through the airport. You just want to stay away from all those dodgy viruses, internet connections, you know where you want to be. We've got a very special uh, code that we're leaving you with, our last one on Spurs here, where you can get yourself a huge discount, plus one month free. So if you go to www.nordvpn.com forward slash last one on Spurs, use that code LWOS. And they've also got a threat protection package at the moment, which gives you the opportunity also to get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So there you go, NordVPN. <laughs> we keep on protecting you wherever we can. Unfortunately, Spurs cannot.
Right. Wait, you did not take one breath then, fella. I've got to respect you for that. Well, oh, I my word. I did, wow. I did do a week without in the rehearsals. That's where I'm struggling. <laughs> so I'm coming down with Monday morning. I should have been doing that with him, to be honest here. I, I, when I read these things, terrified looking at Ant thinking, what have I got to come? And then whenever, you, you could be a great horse racing commentator, Rick. You know, <laughs> would, would be saving me so much pain from Spurs. Would have saved me so much pain. Listen, let's look at the team lineup, lads. Um, and let's actually come to you on this one. Regulon starting for Tottenham in place of the injured Matt Doherty. And to be fair, I think up until today, um, you can maybe just see why Doherty was such a big, big loss for Tottenham. Thank you so much, Simon. Um, that team read um, Larice, Romero, Dyer, Davis, Emerson, Bentoncure, Hoybier, Regulon, Kulisevsky, Kane and Son with a bench of Galini, Roden, Sanchez, Lavener. Lovely to see the academy players on there. Uh, White as well. Session, Winksburg, Vine, Lucas. I mean, and you've said it before that when we saw the team, we were confident, right? Oh, spot on. I mean, Maka will back me up. You know, I, I was with him and John and, and Crackers and, up, and Frank, and I went, same team, boys. Let's go. It's positive. It's, the, it's you know, it's consistency. That's what we want. And then it just was. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't surprised. I think. I think you said Lee, didn't you, mate? I think you went about Cess in your life. I thought Cess was still injured. I'll be completely honest with you, mate. Mm. Um, you so thought he was picked him up, and he, he picked him up in his pro, uh, pre-match. Yeah, pre-match. I think I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't still hear Maybe he's going to play him, but. But yeah, I mean, it's the same team that's been doing well. Uh, obviously, we're about Doherty. But um, yeah, you just think you're going to get three points today. There's not much I can add to that. Really, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's fair. I mean, listen, I think we all said we saw the team. I think, again, nine times out of ten, we would have agreed with that. Jace, just want to get your thoughts on there. Why, why are you asking me Simon's question What's about that? Joe Root's captaincy? Simon, <laughs> wrong show, mate. I think we probably wish we were doing the cricket. Although Jace always goes to, seems to be most about be later, cricket. Simon. We'll talk about it then. <laughs> about half eleven after match of the day. Um, Jace Who's winning the golf get... anyway? Oh, Who's doing winning the golf at the moment? Someone press the red button after this show, not during the show, just to be clear. Um, Jace, just want to get your thoughts on the Kulisevsky incident. I- I'll be honest, at the time, for me, I thought it was going to go. I-, I thought it was going to walk. I mean, I-, I thought the referee was very, very... What's the right word? Um, how can I put this? I, I honestly think the referee allowed him to get away with that to some degree because the intent was there, wasn't it, from Kulisevsky? You can't say that the wasn't the intent to harm the player. And we know that these days, if you're going to raise your arm in any way, you're always vulnerable and likely to be sent off. Would you surprised he was still on the pitch, Chase? Absolutely. Whether you make contacts or not, if you if you go and throw an elbow and it, he threw his elbow, let's be honest, can't. It's not a handoff because he'd already done that and he. He, he threw one. So we got a little bit lucky with Cucurella not making much of it because uh, most players would be rolling around the floor. Uh, Reggion would be rolling around the floor. Hoiberg would be rolling around the floor. Every club would have it. And it would have gone to then, it would have gone to VAR and he would have gone. And the, the problem with that is not just would it have ruined today, it would have been a three-game ban as well. So um, that could have been a, a, a serious thing. And it was it was strange to do it so early in the game because you know, I could have understood it if it was 70 minutes in, but it was still quite early in the game. But I think Cucurella got his got his revenge on him with the with the challenge down the back of his yep. back of his hill moments or, or you know, a few minutes yeah, after that. Great. But no, yep. he was he was a very lucky boy not to not to go, and I don't think we could have had any complaints if okay. any brought because, as you say, it's intent. It doesn't have to hit him. It's the intent to do it, and aggressive mm. intent or violent intent, and that was. 
So, I think, uh, no, we've definitely got away yeah. with one. And I know, obviously, on the um, half-time panel, I know, uh, listen, Jermaine Gina said he sh- should have seen Red Glenn Murray thought it was an unbelievable decision that he was still on the pitch. Um, I thought with, been... the, with the Mwepu one, just, just on yeah. that, I thought the, the incident with Ben Davis. He didn't once look at Ben Davis, um, and I thought Ben Davis was a little bit low, and I'm not so sure that was uh, would have been enough to send him off. But then, yeah, the the one straight after that, when I think he caught Hoiberg, he could have gone as well. So, I mean, there was a lot of strange decisions today. I thought Craig Paulson had a, a really poor game. Agree, and, I thought he was he had a poor game for Brighton, and he had a poor game for us. And, well, I think like the players now, just didn't get going, just didn't get going yeah, as referee today. Yeah, really, yeah, another one that got caught up in. Uh, in the early kickoff, I thought, and he was up in the clouds half the time. Yeah. Um, leaders coming to you, the, I mean, let's, let's get your thoughts on both the incidents. First, the Kulisevsky one, then the M. Uh, Wepu one as well, because, you know, that was quite a late challenge on, on Davis, and he was already being booked at the time. Then, subsequently after that, um, he was given a final warning um, after stamping on Hoybien. I know many felt that he was lucky to remain on the pitch. Leon, another day, would both of them have gone? I thought um, I thought he should have gone. When I watched it live, I hadn't seen it back actually at all, any of the incidents, but when I saw it live, I thought he should have gone. I think Decky, I, I didn't I didn't see much. I thought it was a bit of a coming together where, from where I was sitting. It was up the other end, so I couldn't really see it, to be honest, live. Um, I actually, Jace, you said in the group, I think at half-time he should have gone, and that's what I, and I thought, whoa, you know, if you said that, then he should have gone. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Jace on that one. And you got a view on both those incidents because I know many probably felt, you know, I'll, lucky both of them would have been on the pitch. Yeah, again, I, it, I was sitting near where Lee was, so I, it was so quick, and um, it was on the other side of the, of, uh, of the pitch. So, but yeah, as when when Jace wrote in the group, he should have been off. Then you know it's serious. Do you know what I mean? So obviously, I watch it back to our Macedonians and then give my own judgment. But from, from judging by the comments and, and and everyone's opinions, he should have gone. Yeah, if we just Marcus. got really lucky with his reaction, mm. really lucky because he yeah. should, you know, it should be rolling around on the floor. We don't like to see people do that, but but it actually yeah. didn't make any difference to the game, did it? Because we, yeah. you know, as somebody said, they would have just camped with 10 men behind the ball completely and we'd have struggled yeah. to break them down, which is what happened anyway. So, what, yeah. what's quite what's quite interesting about that, yeah. that actual incident, uh, incident with Decky is that. In, in all the games that I've watched him play so far, and I know he's only been here five minutes, but he, it didn't seem like he's got that sort of thing in his character. And again, I was I very surprised. It, it was so out of what, character, wasn't it? Totally. That's great. what I mean. So, so, so actually, he got booked. Benton Kerr, your, uh, sorry, Ricky Benton Kerr got booked today as well. They were both on yellows. The new boys both being on yellows. He was only praising them before the game of how much of an impact they've had, hit the ground mm. running, been absolutely brilliant for us. Both yeah. of them playing, you know, you could see the frustration across the whole team. Yeah. Look, let's be honest, li- listeners, viewers, let's be brutally honest. They, none of us need, like, certainly not me, to be saying how they should have done this and they should that. All them players today will be hurting. They'll be thinking, why didn't we turn it's a missed up opportunity. Today? Massive what, missed what opportunity. What are we doing? They, yeah. And they will. And I, and I yeah. think that's why I agree with Jace. Maybe that might be a bit of a blessing moving forward. Um, mm. Maybe maybe play play a little bit better in some of the games that are, that are up and coming. But we do seem to struggle. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? And the um, Southampton game, one one. I think was it twenty seventh or twenty eighth of December. 
they had 10 men for half the game. Yeah, we could And we still yeah, couldn't break them down. down. Like yep. we really struggle. And this isn't a this isn't a, a Conte thing or a Nuno thing or a Jose thing or a Poch thing. This is this is a, all of them thing. Like we've always yeah. struggled. We've yeah. always, always struggled. But, you know, there, there is that old argument yeah. Lee, that you know sometimes playing 10 is harder because there's much more emphasis and focus yeah, on defending enough. as a 10. But I, I agree, you know, numerically, we've got to be making the difference in the games that we've got because I know it's frustrating when you look at this, that you know, if Spurs are taking all the opportunities, fourth would be clear. They'd be third. You know, we, uh, you mustn't do that because that's football, right? And this is the beauty of football there where results surprise you. But Conte, after the game, just said on the referee's performance, he said, sometimes I think referee has to pay more attention and protect the player. So he was referring to, um, you know, the way in which Mwepu, I think, obviously, got in behind Davis for that foul. He said, I understand you go and take the ball, but if you take half the ball and half the body, you may damage the player. So there was definitely an element where Conte, I don't really ever see him come out and actually criticise the officials, but just a slight nudge in the direction there that he wasn't happy. Um, but defensively, we touched upon it, you know, the way Trossard got in behind for Spurs in that last minute. And I know, obviously, there's that risk that, you know, we're pushing up, but... I think, Jace, you said it before, there wasn't really too many moments today that you could say, oh, what a chance. You could count them on one hand. There wasn't enough, was there, really, throughout the game, big chances for Tottenham? No, I, I kind of thought thought the same both ways, really. I, I never really thought they were going to score either. Mm. Um, they had that one opportunity where they cut it back and the, the bloke's first touch was really heavy. And I think Emerson Royal just, just got in and did enough. That was, I thought, the... The one moment where I feared, but you know, Danny Welbeck coming on, I thought, well, there's no chance of them scoring now. Um, I thought their subs actually helped us. Weppo going off at half time, I thought might might disrupt them more than it does us, might allow us a little bit more. And, and I think Saicedo went off for them, who was also doing a real rat's job in in midfield against us. So uh, when Lalana came on and Welbeck, I thought, well, they're a little bit easier to play against now, but. It was just, as the boys say, I mean, we're just going over it now. It was just poor all around. Got what we deserved. Yeah. Thanks, Natalie, for that comment. We'll uh, sip you that tenner later. Trust me, these Saturday nights are not what they made out to be, but we've got wonderful guests that give you a lot of Can you imagine imagine Juve fans today watching that game would be like us watching on Dombele in midweek, wouldn't it? Oh, man. You're thinking, there you go, look, Kulazewski taken off, Benton Kerr taken off, sluggish Tottenham. It was just like us watching Tongi in midweek. Oh, I tell you, I I, want to touch upon, you you say sluggish, I just want to touch upon the defence for a moment. I mean, Lee, let's start with you. You know, Romero, he, he made a real couple of important interceptions today. I want to make that clear, but for the goal, he just seemed to get himself in a bit of a bit of a mess, if I'm being honest with you. Romero has been so far this season quite calm, quite collective. We know he's got that yeah. moment of rashness in him. But, you know, the last few games, as he's been having to manage himself on that yellow card, he's really, I thought, looked really composed. But in that moment where you want calmness in the box, Dyer as well, they just seem to go to pieces, Lee. Well, it's interesting because uh, I mean, I've been very vocal. I think all of us have, to be fair. But I've been very vocal about that 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 back three. I think it's been absolutely brilliant. Um, and I know we we generally do concede. We don't keep a lot of clean sheets. I know we did like against Villa, but we conceded against Newcastle, conceded three against Manchester United. You know, whatever. Um, but I do I do like it. I like the balance that is there. Romero being able to push up left sided. Uh, ben Davis, obviously Dyer being being a bit of a rock to be honest in, in that suits him sitting in there but yeah today again like like everything else that they 
like the rest of the team, they just didn't have a good game. Like the, he, there were some dodgy moments, and um, I don't know. I just think on a different day that they wouldn't have scored. Wouldn't, he wouldn't have gone with a dummy with Dyer. I mean, there was just there was just it was just a poor. But it's really difficult. I can't really analyse it anymore. Like it was just a poor performance. But it was everyone, wasn't it? Poor, wasn't it? Literally yeah, was. One, 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 one to one to thirteen, and the subs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a you know what I mean? Like one to eleven. Plus, how many subs he made? He made three, didn't he? So one at fourteen. I think the only person that probably came out of anything was was Hugo, and that's because well, he didn't have to do. He didn't have to do anything, did he? Like <laughs> yeah. Jay said, that. yeah. I, I was I was absolutely bemiffed when they scored because I just I did not see that coming. I did not think they would score a goal. I did. Even though we had, they had more possession than us and we were sloppy and we were playing poor, I still did not think that they would score. I, I didn't think it. And then they scored. I was like, mm-hmm. man, this is like, a, I was going to swear, so, so I won't swear, but it was a bit of a, like a head, you know the word, yeah. a head beat, head. beat like, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, can't, yeah. I, can't get, I can't get my head around it. So, yeah. shite out of the office, man. And I want to come over to you, uh, Eric Dyer as well. Today, there was a couple of moments where just seemed to be a bit slow to reacting. And then for yeah. the goal as well, being far too easily turned by Trossard. Um, is it just an off day out defensively? Because we've been saying, yeah. you, we've been saying how good that back three has looked. Listen, I know, I, and I was, I, I was despondent with you on the phone earlier after that defeat. We both spoke straight after full time. We said that just the game itself, the way we set up, we looked so lethargic. Is that a one-off ant defensively? That one-off ant has yeah. to be. Because Conte's got to work with them now this week straight away. They've got to be in Easter Monday, or, I don't know, or good the morning or Tuesday, I don't know. And and kicking on straight away because it's 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 FA Cup runs now. Do you know what I mean? We look at it as an FA Cup run, as Lee said today. He goes, oh, "This is why we call the it fifth round ties." We can't be calling it fifth round ties against you know Marine or something. So, um, <laughs> I wish there were but, Marine. Might have a yeah, exactly. But I think Conte now has to. If it's not going right, he has to change. His, his system, his tactics, just little tweaks, as Lee and yeah. Jason said, just to give us something different, yeah. just to make the other team think. Uh, but coming back to your question, sorry, I digress there. Um, the defence, bad day at the office. It's morning, fans. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's consistently bad every week. No, no, no. no, no I mean, that's fair. I mean, this, that is fair. That's being honest. I mean, Jace, do you have a view still on that back three? Do you see it as a, as a one-off today? I mean, listen, we've got to be honest for the goal. Romero, Dyer, both caught. I mean, even... I mean, obviously, Davis took a whack to his face early on, but he also offered very little going forward today. Is it just an off day for you? An off day for them in, in some ways, but, you know, they got ripped to pieces at Villa last week. Let's be honest. We we got first away off, with it last week. We could have easily conceded off. four, and it's only a few weeks before that we let in three at Man United, where we were saying, you know, he lost the ball in the air and Dyer didn't close this one down quickly. So it, it's like Tottenham, it's... It's three or four good games and then, then they throw one in there where, where something goes wrong. And then we get back on the horse, we go another few, get over the next few fences and then up comes Beaches Brook and we fall over again. So that we can't get that, you know, the, the top, let's be fair about it, Liverpool and Man City can do it because they can do these types of runs over 20, 25 games, can't they? And we can put four or five together, but then we hit, hit the hit the, the level where we can't get the sixth one. And the clubs behind us can't do it for more than three or four games. So, you know, when we, we play well, they look good. When we're not at our best, you know, we can look poor. And it's as simple as that. 
Yeah. Let's discuss, guys. I mean, the deficiencies at wing Rick, back. Rick, I must stress, though, lads. I must stress. My only worry, if I'm going to nitpick as much as it was a bad performance, is is our wing backs. That's what Ricky you have to come on to. Start, start, start us off, man. Start us off that today. Because, I mean, again. I've, I've not seen, I've not seen um, Royale um, get better, um, you know, chance after chance. Mm. Regulon's been here a year and a half now. I've not seen him progress. Um, very erratic. Um, and and I and it worries me it's to play his system. It worries me a lot, and and, yeah. I, and I think that they're two of the positions that they need to get in the summer because then they're just not good enough, unfortunately. See, when uh, I look at uh, yeah, I agree. Well, when I, when I when I look at Regulon for me, Ann, you know, I sorry, can accept right. that I can accept that if he was good at one of the two, if he's really great going forward or he's really great defensively, and for me, he's never great at either if I'm being brutally honest with you and this is a guy that came from you know Real Madrid who okay. obviously enforced a buyback clause there but when I'm being honest and you know, I'm comparing him to Liverpool's you know wing back so I'm comparing him to you know I know, I know you should I know you should I know maybe Jason I know you look at that face where maybe I'm being brutal by saying that but if you look how far off he is Regulon for me both attacking and defensively that's massively worrying for me and for Conte who builds his systems on the wing backs I just don't know whether he's going to be able to get those players coaching-wise up Rick. to the level. I'm not sure he can. I mean, they're not going to. He's been here five months now, mm. and if they're not doing what he wants them to do, we've got no chance. Because I mean, we've seen Dottie's been right such a miss. Oh. Yeah, Dot. Oh, Chase, come on. What do you think? Dot, those wing backs generally for you, Regulon. Oh. We've said all along, haven't we? They're not good enough. We thought we had four that weren't good enough. Let's be honest. So there's been an improvement for one, but that's now gone away from us. No, they're not. I mean, they're nowhere near Trent and, and Robertson. I mean, those those two are extraordinary. But Reggion's not as good as Cresswell. No, I, I, I think that's being honest. No, it's not. That's what I mean. Emerson uh, Royal's not as good as Ricardo Pereira. Mm. You know, it, 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 Luca Digne, he's more likely to come up with... I think Luca Digne's a poor, really poor defensively, but he's still going to have more quality with his delivery to Reggie on. But like I say, we're stuck with it. So, you know, we can, we can, yeah. can, can, we can complain about it, but it's not going to change. Yeah. But, but don't, don't worry, though, that they haven't progressed. Yeah. That's my, especially Regulon. You know, it's all well and good, him smiling, happy, jolly, yeah. you know, on, on the training pitch, it's nice to see. But you don't do it on the pitch, my friend. So your only outlet is being a nice guy. You're not a, a, a good footballer. You're... You, you're your assist. I mean, Lee, please tell me how many assists has he got? I can't. Well, it's not I'm enough to the level. It's, it's, it's not. It's yeah. not enough to where Spurs want to go as a team. No. It's the club that want to be hopefully. Especially the top thirty-eight team. games, Rick. Thirty-eight yeah. games. That's a lot yeah. of games in the Premier yeah. League for his system. Just uh, they just need upgrading. I'm, I'm sorry. That, that that's yeah. that's yeah. my real yeah. goal. Two, the only two thing goals can, and pretty regular. I was going to say, the, the only thing we can say is that, you know, we've, we've, we're all big fans of Lamptey, but Lamptey was poor today. I don't remember Lamptey yeah. knocking one ball yeah. in or, or ever yeah. looking like he was going to do anything. So, but, you know, we, we could easily go out and spend 50, 60 million quid on Lamptey, but he, he didn't exactly... Uh, you didn't leave didn't. here and think, well, that's the answer, did you, today? Yeah. Did you watch Jed no. Spence yesterday, lads? Not in the forest. Unbelievable. I've seen him. He was brilliant yesterday. That's a that's a player you've got the potential there to really coach and improve. Oh. Lee, Lee, let me come over brilliant. to you on this. Um, uh, you know, today with Emerson, it feels like the same problems are just there, aren't they? They're apparent that you know, attacking wise, you know, 
opposition players are not too worried about letting him have the ball because they know that the end product simply just isn't good enough. And then you've got Regulon on the other side that, again, defensively and attacking-wise, just simply isn't enough. Am I being fair there, Lee? Yeah, I think I think so, mate. I think you know when you know, twenty five appearances for Regulon in a Spurs shirt in the Premier League this year, two goals and three assists. Uh, Emerson Royale, uh, twenty five appearances as well, weird. Uh, one goal and one assist. So you know, from an attacking perspective, I think somebody said it early in the comments. Both these boys though are fullbacks; they're not wingbacks. Then you look at what Doherty's just come into form. Um, and what he was playing as a wing back in in a sense of like being back at Wolves, and he started to come up with some of the goods. And I think by trade, Sessignon is better suited to a wing back than a than a full back. So I don't. I think the original question was: Do you think that we need to upgrade them for sure? Like, I, well, I do think you think they, they can improve upgrade. under coaching, Lee? Can they improve under coaching for you with Conte? I, I think. Look, I, I was pretty vocal about Emerson Well, I think it was 10 games in and everyone was killing the bloke. And I just said, look, he's just come back from COVID, leave him alone, like whatever. But over that period of time, he has, you know, that was 10 games in. He's now 15 games later, 25 appearances now. And and, and he isn't he isn't improved hugely. I think he got his goal the other day, didn't he? And that's, and that's five goal. days a week of Conte training as well, we must add. He's had I five know. days so, on the training ground every week. The biggest, worry, the biggest worry for me that I noticed today, I don't know if anyone else thinks this or I'm just being weird but we were uh, myself Dave and Colsey were chatting about it when we was watching the match is um when Emerson was in space even his own teammates didn't want to pass to him yeah it felt yeah. like me when I used to play football person. at school no one wanted to give me the ball no one so because I'm rubbish so so you'd always go down the left because you know you had better attacking prowess or whatever or you'd try and cut him out like you talk about him had lots of space, the opposition are all right with have it, letting him have it. But even his own teammates didn't want him to have the ball. It felt like that today. It was mm. just, it, again, that is a trust thing, isn't it? Like trusting your teammates or trusting the players to be able to do the job. I, I, you know, I, I think that I'm all for giving people chances, of course, but I think we've got to remember that Con, he's not a Conte, he wasn't bought for a Conte No, system, not for Conte, yeah. And he's not a Conte player. And no. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that Parastigy will move him on in the summer if if he can. I think Regulon will, will improve. I think that he can improve. I think there's something about him. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it today. Let, let me explain it once he scored a couple more goals. But I think I think there's I think there's something about him and Cess. I still feel there's a bit better competition down that left hand side for them two positions, whereas the yeah. right wing back is an issue. Mm. Which one will last longer, Lee? Cess or Regulon, in your opinion, at Tottenham? Uh, I, I, I think Regulon on the basis really? that Cess is glass. I, I, I want it. I, yeah, I, I, I just think Cess just gets injured, bless the lad. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, want I, him to be injured. I, yeah. I think he's a good player. I think, I he's, think he's got the potential to be better than Regulon if we can give him fit. That's a big You know what I mean? He's, yeah. I think Regulon, for me, is a classic fullback. Like, he looks... Yeah. I'm not saying he's weak. Don't get me wrong here, listeners and viewers, right? He's but made for the Liga. I hate to say this, but he's made for the Liga. Yeah, he's a bit more slight. He's a bit more kind of, you know... Whereas Sessignon's a bit more, you know, put a shoulder barging, can yeah. get past... I think yeah. it was a confidence thing with Sess. He was just getting that back before he got injured. Um, so, I agree with all the comments. I, I want it to be Sess. I think Sess has the better potential, but I just worry about his injury record. You know, 30 million quid, he's 20, he's only 21 still, the fella, but how much use have we got actually out of him? Does that make sense? 
It's a so good that's point. What I mean, I Jace, what do you reckon? Do you know what I mean? One of the key areas, Conte will look at the wing backs, or do you think he'll believe that he's got the ability to coach them well, to be better than what they are? No, it'll be a key area because, you know, if that's the, the whole focus of his system, isn't it? But there's a kind of bit like today, if it's not working and that's your key thing, then and you can't change them and they're not going to improve in game, then you have to do something else. And his inflexibility to go away from that system is is also a bit of a problem, isn't it? You, if it's not working, you, you have to try something different. And we didn't try something different. And, you know, he's picked that team today and he knows that it's probably unlikely to come from Emerson. And he knows it's probably unlikely to come from Reggion. He knows that. So, like I say, he could have taken Reggion off and chucked Sessignon on, couldn't he, with, with 20, 25 minutes to go. Um, but he didn't. So it, it's, you know, no, I don't think they're going to show great signs of improvement. But if, if you're going to have that as your focus and it's not working, then you need to, to come up with a different plan as well. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, lots of comments have come in here. But I mean, Anne, I would imagine that Conte's already tried it in training. I can't believe that he's not tried Bergvine, Mora, Decky, you know, on Ooh. both sides, right? You must believe he's there five days a week training with these players. Those coaches have all got the most great ability of knowing what players can do what. Surely he's tried these players at that as well, Anne, hasn't he? You think? He might have done. I, I don't know. Rick. I can't sit here and talk for, for Antonio Conte. I'm, I'm only like, thinking on the basis that, you know, we've seen how... You might have think he's tried are. something different, but try Burbine. Why not? It's something different. You know he's going to bomb forward and you know he's got a, an, a, an half of a, yeah. an end product. He was pretty much a win-back you know I mean? under Mourinho. I mean, no offence, yeah. he was pretty he's much a win-back under Mourinho. He was so shackled, he was defensive. Yeah, and we, we was on this show many times saying, oh, Burbine needs to be unshackled because he's not, you know, he's not a, a right wing-back, but Jose's using him there and blah, blah, blah. But give him the chance. Just give him, just give him a bit of free reign. Do it. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have upset me. I think give something different because yeah. Royale's tried for five months now. In, mm. it, unfortunately, he's, he's just you know he's not good enough. And the, the thing is, Brighton at home. You know, he, he, he forget how the performance was. Brighton at home yeah. is actually a, a chance to try something because it's not like they have an express pace man on no, his, no. on you know no. wide left. It's no, not like point. they've they've got a really dangerous person like. Uh, a Mane or, or like we've got or or anyone like that that can cut in sort of like a Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen's not extremely quick, but you know, he's capable of getting forward. They've got nothing like that, Brighton. Nothing. So so you know, you could have chucked Lucas or, or Bergvine there or, or tried something different today. Mm. And I, I don't think it would have meant that we were more likely to concede a goal at, at all. I mean Trossard scored, but he's he's hardly pacey, is he? And he's not okay, it's a good goal and he's a technical player, but he's not He's not going to dribble past three or four, is he? So, yeah. you know, you, you could have come up with something different today and it's as much Conte's fault today as, as, as blaming the player. Me. Yeah, this is what worries me, Jase. You know, it's what coming to the business end of the season mm. and the start of next season as well, where we're at or where we're going to be at. Um, and I think the players that haven't improved, they've, they've got to go. It's, it's as simple as that. But can I ask one question, boys? You know, if you're Go Conte now in these next five, six, seven games now... Do you look to change it now? Would you? I mean, are we all in favour now of you know dropping uh, Roy out of the bench and seeing Spurs maybe try a Bergvine and more? Yeah. Would you, yeah. Do you what think Roy out? What if Roy out? He might play Sessignon there next week. Possibly he might do. Yeah. He, he might do. do. He might play yeah. Sessignon there. And what do. if Roy gets injured next week? Then what? 
then we're sitting here scratching our heads going, oh, who should go? Just try it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do something different where we can I, go, I think the fans, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's one thing the fans would accept today. That, As you said, Jace, we're not playing Liverpool. We're not playing Chelsea. We're not playing United. We're playing Brighton aside that are good with the ball. But they haven't got, as you mentioned, any real transformative players on either flank that are going to really dominate you. This is maybe the perfect game to try it. I mean, final one, isn't it, boys, then on the wing-backs very quickly. Uh, Jace, you reckon you'll go with Cesc maybe next week, potentially, if he's fit? It wouldn't surprise me if Cessignon starts at right wing next week, yeah. Would you reckon, Anne? Will we see Emerson yeah. there or we'll yeah, see someone else? I, I think Cesc, again, if he's fully fit, but I'd like to see Bergwijn. All right, Lee, final one on the wing-backs. What do you reckon we'll do next week? What I think he plays. Uh, who, who's a fixture? Who we got? Brentford. Brentford. I think he plays the same team. I think, you think Emerson will be that, there. Yeah, I think he turns around to that team and says, "Go and get your, go and sort yourselves out. You were a mess. You was a mess today. Go and sort it out." That's okay, what I let's, think. let's discuss I'll, the. I'll uh, play Seth, by the way, I would play yeah. Seth like they said mm. on the right. Yeah. You have yeah. regular and Seth on the pitch. That's what I'd do. He, he seems to like Seth, doesn't he? Since, he's, since obviously he's. Been here. Um, let's discuss. He don't mind inverted wing backs, does he? No, he's seen it on the left. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So don't, you don't yeah. mind having inverted. Yeah. Uh, let's discuss the midfield guys. I don't know if you agree that I feel like when Ben Secure got that yellow card listed with you, Lee, I feel he like he almost he was he was, ha- he was hamstrung himself, wasn't he? Ben Secure. You know, when he got that yellow, it almost felt like the wind been taken out of his sails, and he had to really watch himself throughout the games. I feel he was massively cautious about trying to avoid the red card. Did that massively affect his, his overall performance, Lee? I think it had an effect. Yeah, I do. I, I, I actually really, I agree with you. I, I think when he got that card and his mate from Juve obviously had already got a card as well and both of the new boys were on yellows and it felt another, it was just another little nip in the game today that makes you kind of go, ah, oh, now he's got to step off a little bit. He can't go into, uh, to, to go and win the balls or take more. He had to take less risks than maybe what he would normally do. Um, and yeah, I, it did affect it, I think. Um, it, it made it made a real poor performance, just that mm. little bit, because of that yellow card, for sure. I, I agree with Jace. I thought Craig Porson had an absolute stinker of a game for both teams. I'm not moaning at the ref for Tottenham, but it was bo- both both teams. He had a he had a poor poor game. I thought Porson. Yeah. Jace, just want to touch upon the fact. I mean, listen, Winks came on for Benton Cure, and um, we can't not pick up on the fact that we saw Winks after the game like a tweet that suggested or put out there the fact that, you know, when Spurs lose a game, he's on the pitch, he'll get blamed. I just wonder now, Winks obviously must feel himself that he's coming towards the end of his Spurs career. I just wonder whether he generally believes himself that he can come on and change that game with 20 minutes to go. Because it feels almost, even when we're in that stadium with fans, that sub is made. There was no, I think, any genuine belief that when that substitution was made, it was going to change the impact of that game. And that's saying that because Willie Benton Cure had a quiet game in itself. No, I, I don't think any of us expected him to, to change it. But as I said, I mean, I, I can't remember what time he came on. Was it 72 minutes or something like that? 72 minutes. Can't yeah. ignore the fact that for 72 minutes, we hadn't had a shot at goal. So I understand mm-hmm. why, why somebody puts a tweet out like that. We looked lifeless before he came on. We didn't improve afterwards. You know, we looked lifeless before Mora came on. We didn't really improve afterwards. So, you know, to to say when we're typical, we lost the game because Winks is on the pitch. I think that's a little bit harsh today because we were just poor from, there were so many poor performances. Not being funny, I'm not sure even if you'd have brought Messi on, he could have changed the game the way we were. I mean, it, it takes more than one player 
Um, it was just you just have to accept it. I mean, the, what movement was there from the front three? The movement was was mm. poor. You know, everyone talking about Kane being jet legged Did the did the the ankle thing where where the goalkeeper landed on top of him? You know, he struggled a little bit from that. Maybe that hampered him a little bit. But um, you know, the movement wasn't exactly great, was it? In front of the players, and that that makes you start to go sideways and sideways and. It's, you know, there's a lot more wrong with the performance today than just Winks. But you know, we know he's not good enough, and it'd be another one we'd be stunned if he's if he's still there next season. When the when the teachers away, when the teachers away, like the, the teacher steps outside the classroom, and all, all, all the little uh, boys and girls start getting naughty and start f- flying paper airplanes around. Now, Conte has COVID; he's not in the office for a couple of days, and all of a sudden they they slack off training or whatever it is. I mean, that's how it feels. Go and have a look at Hugo's post-match interview. And, and, he, and he's not words to that effect. He ain't talking about anything like that. But he's basically saying how disappointing it is that we've put in a performance like that after all the hard work we've done, we've now put in a performance like that. He feels the same as all of us feel watching yeah. and listening uh, to, to us to, to this evening. And it's just a real, it's a real shame. We've got to go and do, and I've, I just wrote it down. I was going to finish the show with it. But look, if it was easy, we wouldn't be Spurs. Like, that is the reality. We have to do it the hard way. We have to go to Anfield now, probably, and get a point, which we didn't need to do before today's result. You know what I mean? It's like... Well, I was saying, about during the week, how nice would it have been to go to that London derby with Arsenal, with us being, beautiful. you know... Six points you know, in front. Five or... Exactly. That would have been lovely, beautiful. but it's just not Spurs, we, is it? It's, yeah. it's not the way we do things, lads. No, it's, not, it's not, is it? it yeah, we you might still be there. Well, I must say, that Arsenal have still obviously got to play twice. Yeah, that's true. That's play. true. And, and let's be honest, they've just lost three on a row. So, mm. who's yeah. their next game? They got Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea midweek. Yeah, honestly, Chelsea midweek. Yeah. If Chelsea yeah. roll over for them, that is an absolute disgrace. They look like an elite football team when I watched them against Real Madrid the other day. Anyone watched that game? They were immense. If they, look, if they look do what they that, did at Southampton. That's what I mean. They, they play like that against Arsenal. They're getting properly turned over. Don't even worry about that. Yeah. I, I just want to pick up on one thing on the other midfielder, uh, Hoybier today. Again, I know he didn't... He, listen, he was probably the better out of the two with Benton Cure, but I must say that, you know, he actually looked really frustrated and angry on a couple of occasions, Ant, where... He was looking at other players not really doing their job and thinking almost like the fans where he could see the levels around him just were dropping off. And again, I know Hoybier wasn't at his best today, but out of the two was probably better on the day. Um, is that again, Ant, that midfield area for you? Something we need to address in the summer? Would yeah. uh, like would an Ericsson suit us yeah, that we, playmaker? Yeah, we need a, you know, we need someone to unlock them passes that we've we've spoken about numerous times, you know, this evening. Um Hoybier was just one of the players that was happened to be playing and, and was and was very average today. Um, yes, he was better out of two, but still not great, great enough yet. Do you know what I mean? So again, it, it's just it's so frustrating. Um, I think the minute Bentley Kill got booked, he sort of played in himself because Absolutely. again he was probably yeah. scared to to get yeah. booked again and get sent off. So yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a bad day at the office, lads. That, that's yeah. that's the bottom line. Right, guys, we're just going to just quickly touch up on the forwards and then we will put you out your misery. But thank you so much for all the incredible support. We've got nearly, what, 500, 600 plus of you watching us live on a Saturday night where Spurs have lost 1-0. So, um, listen, really appreciate all your love, all your support. Um, let's turn our attentions to Dijan Kulisevsky. 
it was a very, very ominous, quiet display from Decky. Probably is quieter since he's been at the club, to be fair. I think we would say, I, I just, you know, I, I wonder how much that early incident maybe affected him. I'm thinking he might have, should have gone for that. Again, I wonder if that plays into the player's head. Um, really quiet day for him, Jay. Strangely, bearing in mind how influential he's been so far since his arrival. Yeah, it summed up summed up everyone, didn't he? We, we're kind of saying the same thing about every single player. Yeah, we're going to say the same about Son, we're going to say the same about Kane. You know what? You know, we're going to say the same about the bus driver, the same about the doctor. I tell you what, I will ask you. I will ask you something. I will ask you something different. Then, was you surprised the first sub? When it's uh, Lucas, it's his 64 minutes. Lucas comes on first before Bergvine. Does that surprise you anymore or not? Is that just Conte's preferred order now in terms of subs? Because this isn't a one-off. This has been a regular occurrence where Conte has preferred Lucas coming on first to Bergvine. Does that surprise you? Yeah, a little bit surprising because Bergvine has had a couple of decent spells with Holland and he, you know, he did turn that game against Leicester. Let's be honest. And he did come on against um, Newcastle and score. Although Mora, Mora made that goal. But yeah, I would have probably gone for Bergvine first rather than... And, and he, you know, maybe he could have played Bergvine as the striker and dropped Kane into midfield and, and, and given us the extra body into midfield like that. But um, but he didn't. And uh, like I said, I thought Mora, for those few first few minutes he came on, looked like he, he would bring a little bit more thrust into the display. Uh, and he skimmed. The only time we got beyond Cucharella was when Mora got beyond him. So, you know, yeah. he, he had he had a, a miniature impact, but it wasn't enough. And and we also know with with Lucas, so often it's the first touch or the blind alley syndrome, don't yeah. we? Yeah, I, I love Lucas. Don't get me wrong, as a as a player, but I mean. My God, Lee, I don't mean to be rude. He is so frustrating, Lucas Mora. I just, you know, when he gets the ball, the amount of time today he got it when he came on for Kulu, lost the ball. I just thought, is it, was it really worth bringing him on? I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but, you know, it's just incredibly frustrating, especially frustrating. when you look at the, uh, again, the way that game is panning out where you want players that are going to come and make a difference. I know Lucas has done that in the past. And listen, again, just incredibly frustrating, isn't it? You know, a player comes on. How many times did Lucas lose the ball say when he came on? Oh. If, you, if you look at if you look at um Decky, how he plays and where he plays and the goals, the assists that he's got, of course, coming in to score goals, he's got to come inside. But for the majority of the time, what he does, even as a left foot on the right hand side, is he stay out wide and he'd do something that it, it doesn't he doesn't drop a shoulder and beat somebody, but he does beat them. Like it's really weird. Like it, it, it he's got the ability to do it. But he doesn't. He doesn't look like he's gonna do like, it. You don't get off your chair, do you? And think, oh, like no, an Aaron Lennon or whatever. It's not Lennon. No, definitely not. Hundred yeah. percent not. Whereas yeah. when Lucas comes on, he immediately wants to go into the middle. Like that is literally his go-to. If you think about it, he scored two wonderful goals against Manchester United, Old Trafford, down the middle. He scored obviously yeah. that hat trick uh, in Ajax, down the middle. He scored yeah. a hat trick against Huddersfield, down the middle. Like so. Yeah. The, the goals I, I remember him scoring, I think he scored a header, didn't he? He let like a salmon against Man City from a corner or whatever when he first came on. But again, that obviously that was in the middle because he was in the corner. So he doesn't sit on the touchline or, or provide width. So when you're bringing him on, you're not bringing him on to, to do the job that look, Decky's doing, essentially. You're, you're bringing him to do something different. So what ended up happening is he just comes in and goes down a blind alley, which is what Jay says. And it's so frustrating because... Because he also at speed is not not 
running. I'm talking about his speed of foot, like how mm. quick he can move his feet. Yeah, get yeah, his feet yeah. He is very, very good. That's, at that's the worst thing. You got the hope, haven't you? You got the hope he might yeah, do something. You know he can do it. You know he can go bang, bang, and put it in the back of the net. And and his finishing is actually superb. So it is highly frustrating when he comes on mm. and you think, look, just do what you're going to be good at doing. And if that's what yeah. that is, then do that. And he just didn't. He didn't do any of that. He didn't do anything. And if, if you look at it from uh, play the devil's advocate, we lacked pace in the performance, and Lucas Moura brings pace, and we lacked yeah. energy in the performance. And the one thing he usually brings on is a bit of energy. energy. So yeah. okay, yeah. it didn't work, but. I, I suppose I can understand why why Conti thought. Oh yeah, no, I, I understand why it was. Yeah, I must say, yeah, I understand why it was problems. you. We can all make the substitutions, yeah. but then the players yeah. still got to then perform well, and, yeah. and carry that, out the changes. Yeah, and yeah. that's one thing though. I, I understand why I was brought on, Jace, but just the sheer frustration. And when he comes on, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, Son again. You know, Son. Listen, I know many people having a go at me uh, uh, last week for not thinking Son's world class. Listen, when I say this, I love Son. I want him to be at the football club, but you know, I, I know world class players can't turn up every single game. I get that, but these are the games where you know people always say to me, you know, about the whole world class thing. These are games where you need your players to show up. You know, we don't say FA Cup finals in here because they're fifth round FA Cup ties with Tottenham. We can't use the word cup finals, but today's an opportunity where you want your players to step up and then. Um, yeah, Son did really struggle. Bergvine, you know, I look at him, man, on the bench, and Bergvine to me looks like a player that knows now he's almost resigned to just that role. He knows he's a bench player now. And I think that, again, when he comes on and he has that chance in the last minute, subconsciously he knows that he's not the favoured first-choice player. I don't, and does that play into his head there at all, do you think, with Bergvine? Yeah, it might do, Rick. But, again, when you're in a position like that, you've got to take chances. <laughs> you know, I don't think... Him thinking to himself, I'm not top dog here. Obviously, I'm never going to play ahead of Kane. Does he believe He's that, man? Do you reckon Bergwijn believes now, because of Kulisevsky and Kane, the son, that part, that trio's partnership, does he genuinely believe Bergwijn in himself now that will get his way into this Spurs team? Because I don't think he w- he does. No. No. No, he, he, he's, not, he's never. He's not. He's not going to come. He's not going to go ahead of Kulisevsky, Kane, and Son because if, Kul, yeah. you know Kulisevsky was a player that Conte brought. Birdwine is a player that came in, in the Mourinho era. So mm. he's still, you know, for me, it just feels like Birdwine's still proving himself. And, and and as I said to you a couple of shows ago, I've got, I've got a soft spot for Birdwine. Yep. I think he can do something. I think he, he's got something about him. And I think he does deserve a bit of a chance. You know, if the game's not going our way, take off Kulazewski or take off Son. You know, don't be afraid to take off these good players if they're not playing well. And us fans have to back the manager in, in terms of having his decisions, you know. So I think you, to have a squad like that, you, you need players that are going to be upset that they're not playing week mm. in, week out. But unfortunately, that's that's the nature of the beast. That's 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 football. Do you think, though, Lee, the question I asked to Ant there, do you think Bergwijn has to genuinely believe as a player that he can force his way into breaking up that trio's partnership? to mentally still feel that he's got a career at Spurs. Because the thing is now, any players that we bring in, they've got to believe that they've got a pathway to the first team. That's the same as looking at an alternative striker in the summer. They've got to look at Harry Kane and think, I'm either going to work alongside him or I can challenge Kane in a different way. And I promise you, if Bergwijn is not subconsciously thinking like that, then being on the bench, is he going to make a difference between now and the end of the season for you, Lee, if he subconsciously already knows that he's not really in the first team plans. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, look, 21 appearances this year in the Premier League, scored three goals, got an assist. 29 appearances for Lucas, he's scored two goals and got five assists. So, you know, they're, they're, as, as backup, if you like, as, as bench players coming off from the bench, then, then returns aren't, aren't that bad. You know, they, they were a lot worse, obviously, right at the beginning when they weren't being used before. You know, all the heavy lifting is done by Kane and Son. And to go back to your point on Son, and I defend him every time, valiantly yeah. defend him every time. Mm, yeah, of course. That's yeah. what I will do. You know, the, the, the bloke, um, I actually think as a world-class individual, you do have to show up every week. Uh, personally, I think that's probably what defines you as world-class. So maybe yeah. he's under that bracket. But what I would say is that he has shown up every every time this bloke shows up. He's allowed to have an off day. Where's his mates backing him up? Do you know what I mean? If, I, if I've got a bad shoulder today, lads, there's four of us, right, on here. Boys, can you do the ever lifting for me today? Because I need, can, can you help me out my team? Where are they? Where are they helping him out? And if it's going to be Bergvine, then play him longer than bloody five minutes. That That's on Conte, not on Son or on Stevie. You know, he yeah. what, what, what can Stevie do in five minutes, lads? That's but boring. that's what I think. I think I know, mentally he knows that, Lee, yeah. doesn't he? He knows that he's yeah. now just but, a bench player. But, but again, look, uh, maybe I'm taking this to, to an extreme thing, but you look at the way we set up and you look at the fact that Kane is an amazing passer of the ball and he didn't get even on it today. So why don't you bring on Steven Bergwijn and put him up top as, a, yeah. as, as your front man? Because that's what you're thinking. Form, he change the formation. And, yeah. then, and then just pull Kane back, like what mm. Ant said earlier, and go to a 4-2-3-1 and then say, right, Kane, you're actually playing as a number 10 and you're going to have a forward in front of you in terms of Bergwijn. That might have made a difference, mightn't it? It might have been saying, then all of a sudden you've got Kane, Son, Bergie, and Decky on the pitch at the same time. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, you could have done something like that, but he, he didn't. And it, he's, he's, who am I to question Conte? He's an amazing manager. We're yeah. so lucky to have him. I'm so happy that he's our, he's our manager. But I just think that, again, going, going back to what we said the whole show, one in days, like the whole team had a shocker. The whole, the whole team, the staff, the, the team doctors, everything that Jay said earlier, I agree with. Which had a shocker. Just had a yeah. mare, mate. Finally, guys, uh, Harry Kane. Listen, I think Kane really struggled today. He had a shocker, to, mate. To get into the game, shocker. and the, the problem is, if, <laughs> I know we said this at the start of the show. If you decide to allow your star striker to travel round to the US, right, five days before a game to watch golf. No offence, Jace. Please accept my apologies. Sorry, it's cricket, isn't it? My golf cricket. I can't even work out what it is. Probably be a polo knowing you next. Um, but you need to show up when we need you. Do you agree, Jace, on that? He's got to show up today, hasn't he? We've given them five days off. Because I feel like this team, when Kane performs well... He didn't have five days off, did he? Well, what I mean is by five days off. What I mean is he, when I say five days, is wrong what I'm saying. He had a cut of days off. He's gone over there. He's come back. Must reference that because I'm five days off. You were sensationalising that, Rick. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I'm not angry now. I've given him another three days off. Um, you, you're sending the fellow off for, for a couple of weeks. <laughs> but with, with Kane, it does feel that, Jace. you know, if Kane plays well, the team plays well. When Kane doesn't play well, we don't play well. You sound like Paul Merson now. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. <coughs> I, 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 like I said earlier, I'm not so sure the golf... Made, made much difference. I think maybe the, the clattering of his ankle might have made a, a, a bigger difference to it. But and, and Brighton themselves denied him that space. So, um, 
you know, I think they'll add a lot more to doing it than than going to mm. golf. And I tell you what, yeah, if, if, don't get me wrong, yeah. And I tell you, if I'd have been Harry Kane and the Masters have been Friday, I'd have gone and watched the golf as well. I mean, you have to go to Augusta at least once in your life, mate. And uh, no, listen, he, had a, he had a clear week. He had a clear I've, week. You get on a I've first got, class yeah. jet, you sleep on yeah. balls. It's you know, I've got no enough time to prepare yeah, for a but... game. I've got no problem in it going at bad, it. Yes. Yeah. It looks bad when that goes yeah. goes that way because you lose the game. But, yeah. you know, I've Jesus got no Christ, he's entitled to go and watch a game of golf after the season, after the way he's dragged us along since Christmas. Mm. And uh, sometimes you need to sometimes you need to freshen the mind up a little bit. And, and you know, the result of the next game always defines whether you've got it right or wrong. But, you know, I, I don't have a problem with what he did. And, you know, we don't know what some of the other players did, didn't we? Kane's always going to obviously be the public because he went a golf, but we have no idea mm. if Lucas Moura didn't have two days on a yeah, beach no, in, in right. Central Pay or something, do you? Because it's, Kane it's, because it's Kane, it's highlighted. Um, he just yeah. struggled, and didn't he, today, to get into the game, Kane finally struggled to get he into no the space, game. no space. They closed him down. He had no room to move. Mm. Um, as, as as the lad said, he couldn't play his game. And, and they've done, done a number on him. Yep. It's just, yeah, it's just one of them things. It's yeah, he's been superb it, it, recently. He's been superb recently. But oh yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, when when he ain't performing, no one performs, yeah. and that worries. That's a worry. Well, you know, Lee. Finally, on this with Kane, do you back him to be back to that superb nature that he showed over the last couple of months? Because we've got obviously now, as we know, these uh, was it seven FA Cup fi- FA Cup ties remaining? FA Cup fifth Seven round? Marine, seven yeah. Marine games. Seven Marine seven ties. Marine. What do you think? It's actually six. Six, it? six games left. Six um, now. Yeah, of course I do. Like hundred percent. Look, I've been saying it all show. I'm really sorry, listeners and viewers. You can no, we need it. Same thing, but it's a bad day. He will be bad. Yeah. The, the thing that's the thing that actually. Um, took me more by surprise is that we scored previous to today, scored 12 goals and he ain't even scored one of them. That, 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 yeah, that's, that's a, mad. That's the biggest that stat. Mad. Thinking, wow, yeah. he needs to go on a score sheet. So he's due. Yeah. Don't even worry about that. I mm. think both Jason and I earlier in the season, when I think he had two Premier League goals and both yeah. Jason and I predicted that he'd get at least 15 in the league. Um, yeah. And he's on 12. So he, he needs to hurry up a little bit so we don't look like we've got egg on our face. But I think he yeah. will. And, and I think he's, he's due a big one and it will come... He, he he scores big goals, don't he? That, that yeah. that's the key thing, and and that's also the thing about Son as well. He mm. scores big goals. Like you can bet your bottom dollar that the boys go and score against uh against the Gooners. You know, we 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 might need to get out of jail free card against Brentford as well. I think that's going to be a tough game. Like yeah. I think yeah. they play mega mega well up at Liverpool, and it'll be one of them that, that we were unlucky type scenarios. But there's some of the comments there about the Leicester game, but. That Leicester game now is sandwiched in between their Europa um, checker trade trophy thing. Yeah, isn't it? And, and yeah. you know, to be fair, they ain't getting in Europe via the league this season. So, no. you know, that, that, they, they're really going to push for that. So they're not, yeah. not going to be as um, as fully mindset on beating Tottenham in the league than uh, than they are in their in their checker trade European trophy thing. So yeah. I, Kane always turns up against Leicester as well. So he'd definitely score. Another five, in my opinion. Okay, final question, boys. I know it's a Saturday night. Appreciate all your time. It's been a really good show. Listen, well on 500, 600 people listening and watching us live. So thank you so much for all your incredible support. We do know there's obviously a bit of a strange nature of these fixtures now to come where Arsenal are going to play twice before Tottenham next play. 
So this top four race could look very, very different. Come obviously when Spurs play Brentford next week. Um, obviously we're recording on the back of Arsenal losing, United winning, and they've obviously got a huge midweek games before prior to playing each other. Um, Jace, does this change your mind on the top four? Can Spurs still finish in that top four for you? Will they finish in that top four to close the show? Yes. Okay. And what do you reckon? Does your mindset change about top four after today's result? No, no, no. I think, I think we're, we're still, we're still, it's, 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 it's ours to lose. I think we're in yeah. a very strong position. You, you urged it during the weekend. You said caution, you know, keep calm. Always, Rick. Always caution with Spurs, Can't be mate. getting Please carried away. Please don't get you ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't get ahead yeah. of ourselves. Lee, close it with you. You got a rallying finish for us, mate, on your return. I've got a bit of a rallying finish, but before we do close it, I want to ask you, Rick, before I give mine, do, do you think that we're finishing top four, Rick? Six games I, left. I, I think due to the nature of the teams around us and how inconsistent they are, I back Conte to work out this next week for Spurs. He's back with the players training-wise, coaching-wise, and I do agree that I think having him actually involved in the sessions to me is a big thing as we've seen this week so I think we will recover because we've had these blips before under him and we have recovered and we've got the players there he's got a week of training now ahead of him refresh our minds for Brentford we've got to be ready you know Ericsson will be coming to put a performance on because he's gonna want to show he's still got it and we've got a big game next week of course massive game next week so in conclusion I think we can still do it I think we can do it. What do you it's, a, it's a full house for me as well, mate, to, to be fair. I, I think we can do it as well. I think the form that we're on, I know today was fair play to Brighton, bad day at the office for us. They 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 staffed us, they've done well tactically. Um, but I, I do think we got we on paper, which isn't played on paper, we've got a better an easier running. Um, I think that the this would be the kick at the butt that we needed, um, if we needed one, but now we need we do need one. Uh, we've scored more goals than anyone else. We've got more points than anyone else. Our points per game ratio is massive. Uh, I think Conte is going to get into him this week as well. Um, and I think at the end of the day, we, we're going to have enough. I think that if Arsenal had won all their games like up until this point, for example, and then they're going into their busy week, I'd have been worried. But they, they, they now have to, they literally need to win six games to get in the yeah. top four, in my yeah. opinion. That's a massive ask when they're playing ask, uh, when they're playing Chelsea, West Ham, and Man United on the back uh, of three yeah. subsequent and, defeats and, and without Partey and, and without Tierney yeah. and us. They got to play that. That that is a massive ask. Tottenham, I think we have to win. I think seventy-two points definitely gets you top four, and it might even be seventy. So if you do the quick math on that, one well, fifty-seven after today, we need to get what 30, 15 points. So that's five wins out of six. I think we can do it. 70, it might have to be 70 points. I think we drop points at Brentford, we drop points at Liverpool, and we win our other games, and then and then we're in the top four. There you go. A rallying finish from Lee. Guys, listen, thank you so much for all the love. We went original tonight. The one from Anthony Costa coming back on very late. And thank you so much. I think we need to take Ants, you know, and heed what he says. Game by game, calm, relax. We've still got it in our control. Don't get yeah. carried away. Must, must keep calm. Long way to go, Ant. Absolutely, boys. Absolutely. Love love being on the show. It's been top, top, top. Yeah, top. wonderful comments. Thank you so much on a Saturday night as well. Thank you so much, Jace. Thank you as always. You'll be going to watch the... Is it the cricket or golf now? Jace can't give up with you. I might be water polo or, or tiddlywinks or something, but anything better than talking about a defeat, mate. Thank you so much as always, <laughs> Jace. And, uh, I might hey... even listen to a Blue album. It's that bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> he can't help himself, can he? He can't help himself. He has to get oh, it, then he? he has to get right yeah, in there, doesn't he? We must say, we're looking forward to seeing Ant back on tour. Listen, hopefully, Ant, and we have to move the date. We're looking forward to it, mate. I'm sure. Where's that Bangkok date? Not yet, not yet. It's coming, it's coming, Jace. It's coming, it's coming. Don't worry. You'll know, Jace. You'll know. And also, you know I must say, it. to close it, Lee, lovely to have you back on, mate. I think, again, despite me having to go through 30, 40 questions of it all being your fault, definitely not your fault, mate. It's just Spurs being I'm Spurs. I'm getting pelters on Twitter now, mate. I'm loving it. I'm happy for it to be my fault. I tell you what, if it's my fault this week, when we go and absolutely mash freaking the Gooners in a couple of weeks' time, hopefully that'll be my fault as well, yeah? Love it, guys. Listen, thank you so much for the love. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, we're back with you during the week to look ahead to Brentford to come. God, we need a reaction from Jace, from Lee, from Ant, from myself. Guys, keep safe. Keep well. As Ant says, keep calm. And as always, come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.